to Exploding Heads <laughs> Horror Movie Podcast, episode number 31. 31. Yeah. One of your favorite movies of last year. One of your favorite movies <laughs> of last year. Yours, not mine. 31, the Lauren Ashley Carter uh, number, actually. You know, the uh, it's it's the official, uh, it was the official rating of Hellraiser, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. If we what don't include cares? Brandon's. <laughs> well... I'm That's thinking nuts. That... 31 out of 30. I love Hellraiser, but it's not a 31 out of 30. Okay, listen. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I think when a movie gets scored a perfect score, we should just call it a 31 from now on. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I also think that you know? we should replace Brandon with Lauren. Maybe we should put a, <laughs> a, a poll on the on the site for that. Oh, look, we're four seconds into the podcast. Christian's talking about polls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got news for you guys. Let me just say that, hello, uh, that I'm Dave Z, that uh, you hear these guys here. It's Brandon and it's Christian. Yo, so, yo, yo. Hello, hello. Yeah. Hello, yeah, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I'm ripping off the other show. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd never have to hear that again. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was dead in the water. Hello, hello. <laughs> Nothing against the show. I enjoyed the show and you on it and everything else. I just never liked Hello Hello. That's all. It's just oh, perfect. Hello. I'm gonna I'm gonna move it over to this show now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna say hello to you when we start the show. I'll just say all right. <laughs> I'll just talk over Christian for the first five minutes. Tonight we're reviewing happy birthday to me. It's gonna perfect. be a laid back show and it's gonna be a lot of fun. I've said it three times now. Is that good enough? Oh, it's perfect. That the third time was a charm. I guess we can get right into it. Here's what I want to ask you guys, speaking of polls. Christian prefers ever... if they get right into him. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, thank you. The viewers just cheered. <laughs> <laughs> did we ever say who won the poll for who had the best, not the solo show. That We did that last time, and Christian won the vote. Um, Barely he won it. No, no, I understand. And I have some news for that. I have surprises here. But, um. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. He's got the numbers. He's got the numbers. He's number one. This little, little bastard. Look, he's smiling because he knows he's number one. <laughs> <laughs> we should make him. We should make him take that skeleton. We should make him take that skeleton crew shirt off right now. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> this is an honor. Skeleton since my uh, my retirement. Yes. <laughs> And because I was so fat two, three years ago when I got the shirt, I couldn't wear it. Now that I've lost weight, I can fit into this shirt. So I'm proudly sporting it. So yeah, Skeleton Crew, love you. And everybody knows. Um, but whatever. We don't want to talk about that. Now I already had a whole show on it. <laughs> did we you discuss on the show or not a, a few shows ago when we did our top tens, who had the best top tens according to the, the listeners? Did we cover that already on show 29 or no? Or who the, oh, who are the best lists from last last year? You mean? No. Discuss that. Or no, no, no. I just assumed it was me. Wasn't it you, Dave? It was me. Overwhelming. It was yeah, me. but honestly, people just love to kiss your butt. <laughs> Why would you say that? They Why? love you. You're such a likable guy. Like what? I, I actually believe you had the best list, and I hated half the movies on your list. <laughs> That's how nice you are. Uh, thanks. Uh, no, it's it's fair. I I'm not surprised. I mean, you had some mainstream titles that people enjoyed on there. I'm just happy that Lauren didn't like "Don't Breathe." You're right. She did. <laughs> that brought me but, joy too. 
I know it did. I know. <laughs> yeah, we were very but, happy about that. But Lauren, she got, you know, she motherfucked the two of you and not me. So that's all I can say. I enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So the, the only reason I bring this up is because Brandon opened his big mouth on that on the show. <laughs> I wouldn't have said a word. So Christian, you're just a casualty. This is, I'm not saying this to rub it in your face. I'm, I'm doing this. <laughs> He's snorting. <laughs> I'm doing this for Brandon. He, he made a comment. Listeners, weigh in. But uh, we all know who's the best is. And sure enough, I, I, I beat Brandon by at least 50% of those votes. Yeah. So, you know, all I said was you guys had two terrific lists, but by far mine was the best list ever. Yeah. That's and I, I think it was the pompousness. The pompousness and the Dave Z fanboys that just destroyed you. <laughs> The the I, got, I, got like, I got like no votes. <laughs> I don't think there's such a thing as Dave Z fanboys. I just don't. I think Dave underestimates his uh his fanboys. <laughs> fanboysness. I don't know, man. I just if I had that many fanboys, everyone that listened to the Skeleton Crew and everyone that listened to Banana Laser would be listening to this show and on our group page and everything out. And and and, and they're not. Oh, so, well, that there's a reason. Brandon's on the show. <laughs> I can only do so much. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. You know what? Now is the time. You guys, right before we went on air tonight, I asked Jason. I said, Jason, the ratings don't come out for a few more days because he usually posts oh, them on like the shit. 14th, the 15th. <laughs> you bastard. Let it be known that Christian and I, and I'm speaking for Christian even though I don't know this for a fact, that we had no idea about this. We would never in a million years have asked. Dave did this <laughs> so he could rub his uh, – <laughs> rub his. Uh, I'm interested. I'm actually interested. His ratings. Yeah, I'm interested. I did this not knowing the results of anything. Matter of fact, all I did was ask Jason, hey, listen, I want, I want to do this as a surprise to the guys because we talked about it. And I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm going to actually read mother. Brandon, I'm going to read my text to Jason. I can even show it to you. I don't know if you can read this. We believe you. Said. We believe you. We believe you. No, 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 no. Hold on. I want sure. everyone to know what a nice guy I truly am. Listen to this. Because we talked about it earlier the other day. Why, why is it written on your penis? <laughs> oh, it yeah. was getting close to showtime. How did you get so many sentences on there? <laughs> I'm the opposite of Rod in Nightmare on Elm Street, right? (laughs) How did you, how can you fit four on your joint? Well, I I can fit 40. So check it out. I I sent this to him. I mentioned to him the other day, I'd like to know. It'd be a nice surprise, everything else. And I didn't hear back from him. It was like an hour ago. And I said, you know what? This is, I'm going to read verbatim. Oh, hey, would you happen to have those numbers or the order of how our solo show is finished between us? I'm hoping that Brandon came in first over me and Christian. He was depressed because one guy criticized his show. LOL. I want to surprise <laughs> them if I can. Okay? And since then, Jason Lloyd hasn't been heard from because he doesn't know how to tell you. I didn't even crack the top 60. No. Only 59 podcasts came out last month. I know the order. Can I, can I get okay. the order? I'd then say, he says quick. Go ahead. Uh, I, well, just because of the way this is going – I'll tell you, I originally thought it would have been Dave, Brandon, me, but now based on how this whole conversation is going, I'm going to, I'm going to guess with your bet that it's Brandon, Dave, and then me in order. So Brandon has the most listens. Dave 
is a close second, and I'm I'm trailing in third. Okay, and it's not so loathing. That's just my prediction. That's just what I. No, that's understand. quite all right, Brandon. What's your prediction? My prediction is without fucking that bullshit you were doing last week with poor me because Lauren was here trying to get attention yeah. with us. That's not going to get you laid, by the way. I wasn't trying. I wasn't trying to get attention. Oh, poor me. Yes, okay. I was. Yeah. Poor, <laughs> poor, poor me and my ten That's not going to get you laid. That's hey, like you that guy what? happy birthday to me that pulled those underwear out of his out of his shirt. You know, and said, hey. Oh, ATN. Yes. <laughs> hey, if you listen back to the show, she was cracking up at a lot of my jokes. She was laughing her ass off. She was very polite. <laughs> she was very polite. She didn't like any of Christian's jokes. I thought my Schindler's I, List joke I think, was killer. I think it was Dave, Christian, then me. Okay. That, that, so would, be, that would be my, my what I would think. That's just what I think it would be. Okay. So you say Dave, Christian, Brandon. Yeah. Okay. Christian says Dave, Brandon, Christian. Well, no, that's that's what I really would have... That, I. I always thought that that's what it was going to be, but this, based on the fact you're even bringing this up and how it's all playing out right now, I've, I'm second-guessing myself, and I said it was Brandon with you trailing right behind him in a close second and me being third still. This is the ultimate FU. Dave's number one. We didn't get any. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Like I said, I wanted Brandon to finish. I did this to, for you. I wanted you to feel good, Brandon. And... Uh, everyone listening is pissed off by now because they know the results. Like, all right, get on with it. Holy Christ. But anyway. <laughs> and, and somebody posted that they don't like all these podcasts that are very self-congratulatory. Well, as I right. say all the time, I say all that, fuck you, because this is what we do, and, and this is <laughs> oh, for us. Oh, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. I felt like, yeah, God, never mind. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Amen. And it's not self-congratulatory. This is a competition between the three of us and the three oh, yeah, of us. Oh, yeah, friend, friendly nothing- competition. No, but I right. felt like that post, you know, where what don't you like about podcasts? I felt like every response was like, oh, exactly what we do, right? Exactly. That's what I thought, too. And so it was like, learn radio. Like, There's like some professionals waiting and then whatever. And I'm like, well, then don't listen to our show because you will not be happy. That wasn't the horror cast. That wasn't in our yeah. group. It was horror cast group. So it wasn't like they came in our group and, and you know. Oh, no, no. It just was funny because all the things seemed like, hey, we do that. <laughs> we do that. We don't we do, do that. that stuff. We don't talk. Are you serious? We did a lot of the stuff, I think so. But I like that stuff. I don't think we did any of it. But anyway, all right, we'll see. <laughs> Talk let's, about let's, anal. Let's put this on. What happened? Nothing. Mark nothing. Nato. Yeah, Mark Nato. <laughs> I said anal. You heard Mark Nato. <laughs> if Mark Nato's solo cast finished ahead of mine, and he didn't even have one, <laughs> then I'm done. <laughs> he did have two guttural reactions. He did have one. I wonder what his numbers are. I, I want. I want the results. Okay, here's the result. Let's get on with it. Now, keep in mind, mine was released first. 1-11-2017 was when it dropped, okay? Uh, 29B was 1-20-2017, and 29C was 1-27-2017. So mine had longer time to gain some steam, okay? So, hey, that, that might figure into some of this. Now... Okay. What a ja- this is all about him. I just realized. <laughs> what an asshole. I'm trying to make everybody. It's okay. We, me and Christian honestly knew before we even started this you were going to be number one. So you can okay. go ahead and just say it. All right, I'm number one. Okay, all right, I am. Now, now in second place, by, by only 104 downloads, episode B. 29B, Brandon, 
How do you like that? 100 votes below that, 29C Christian. So ABC, as, as we put it out. So there you have it. However, Christian, yes, yours came out the latest. By the time, you know, actuality runs around, we might all be tied. Because if I'm 100 ahead of him and 200 ahead of, of him, basically it, it's almost kind of like saying they're almost about the same. Wait, you're 100 ahead of me? I'm 100 ahead of you. Oh, you just destroyed his ego right now. You see you, you see how deflated brain? Wait, wait, you're 100 ahead of me? You, you, <laughs> no, you, no. You, you just like that, gut punched. No, that, no, that, okay, no, that, that seems like, like we all did pretty even then because yeah. they come, come a week apart or two weeks apart, a week apart. Week mm-hmm. apart, but still. Bottom line is you finished ahead of Christian. Be happy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Christian, but, honestly. Don't listen to the downloads. Head. Don't listen to the downloads because I think a lot of people got worried when they saw Canadian, a history Canadian horror. They're like, oh, great. Listen to what the view, like the actual comments are on the, on the thing there. <laughs> <laughs> My ego can't take it. I'm just kidding. But it's, uh, Dave, this whole thing was designed to make me feel better. Yeah, somehow I feel worse. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I, I did the best I could. Here. No, no, I think, that's, I think you did it. It's great. So that's that. By the time this drops, everyone's going to know what we're talking about. Speaking of everyone, <laughs> I was going to get into the next thing, but I'm not going to because we're about to go Facebook Live. It's almost 10 o'clock. Uh, here we go. Time. I, I said, hey, give us some questions. Give us some trivia, something new. I'm hoping these guys will give us trivia, and we'll see who uh, the trivia master is. We need to do that Q&A thing that uh, Moods did on his YouTube channel. Did you see that? No. Moods did a whole Q&A where he took questions for like a week ahead of time and then recorded a whole video. We need to do that for Facebook Live where we come on and each of us has like a set amount of questions. And then you just kind of go off reading them. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that next time. You can talk about it now. Describe our video. Uh, What's it called? Which we have to do every time we do this. It's like you describe our video like it's the first time he's ever heard of this. I'm a what? I'm a what? What? Describe our what? What? Facebook Live episode 31. That's what I'm calling it. Okay. Three, two, one. Why okay. is it not showing up? Now they're just going to see me, but only for a second. I don't see it. Okay. Oh, there wait. We are. There's Amanda. That means we're official. Somebody, there's yes. Jerry. See, we're here. Amanda. Jerry. The number of people watching your video is increasing. Ten people. Eleven. Oh, Chris Noah is in the joint. See, we got some people. I hope they can see everybody. What were the intestines <laughs> in Day of the Dead made of? Oh, uh, pig. Was it pig intestines? Oh, I didn't even see the choices. I just said pig right off the bat without even yeah, knowing. Yeah, that's it. one of the choices. So that's your answer. Is he right? Paisan. Joey, I had sauce today. I had, I had uh, meatballs the whole night at my mother's house. I had sauce. <laughs> I did. I had sauce. That's what we call it in Buffalo. I had I Wendy's. What did you say, Wegmans? Uh, Wendy's. Wagmans. What, what are you hearing over there? Wendy's. I had pl- I had plugs in my ear. I just took them out. Sunday sauce, amen. Clickety clackety. Um, s- split. Yeah, that's gonna be a round robin. But yeah. Was it special sauce? No, that's what Brandon <laughs> had for lunch. <laughs> still, got some on, still got some on my chin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jerry says, how do you feel about having Tiffany not talk through 75% of Hellbound just for her first word spoken to be shit? <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's very it funny. Is. I just don't understand why she didn't say her real name when she finally talked. Like, there's yeah. no way her name was Tiffany. Stop calling me Tiffany. 
Oh, yeah, they gave her the name Tiffany. My yeah. real name's Tiffany. <laughs> Those are the jokes <laughs> on Facebook Live, everybody. I'm out. Hi, hey. Jill. <laughs> Jill is here. Freeze is here. There he is. Freeze and Ellie. What yeah. are your thoughts on Get Out movie? Are we covering Get Out for the next show? It comes out two days before we record our next episode. Yeah. I'm thinking it's not going to be racist enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Me, I, I, my black wife and me are going to go see it. And start a fight. Get out. <laughs> I didn't see rings. Anyone see rings? No, I'm, I plan on it, though. Oh, I don't. Uh, not, not until it comes out later. It looks garbage. It does I look know. pretty bad, but it'll probably it's got to be better than the trailer. Word. So what's the answer? Is it pig intestines? You asked the Chris, question and didn't answer. Chris, uh, Chris, was the answer pig intestines? I said it right away without even knowing that it was uh, Moods. Moods has been missing for a day and he's on here. Wow, see what we do? Yeah, what happened? Wow. Oh, Rings was really bad. <laughs> That's what everyone's saying. Why do I have I to fight for my it. life? Christian, watch Fight for Your Life. Derek wants you to watch Fight for Your Life. Yes. That's that's a racist movie. <laughs> yeah, it was pigs. I know. That's why I was thumbing up. Awesome. Yeah, Dave Z is winning the trivia contest. <laughs> no, no, no more competition. Fight Sorry. for your life. I got to write that down. I don't want to. I'm make... ready for Wazell's Halloween contest. Whenever uh, Halloween trivia. Whenever he's ready to do that. Halloween three. It's coming up. Yeah, that Scarlet Box uh, um, Blu-ray. Scarlet Box. Jerry yeah. bought the Scarlet Box on a recommendation. Nice. I bought it, but mine hasn't been shipped yet. Really? Yeah. Man. Aren't you Simple on? Happy, happy for Walking Dead coming back. Yes. Yeah, but I haven't seen it since episode one this year. So. Oh, get <laughs> going. Get listen, going. If you listen to Skeleton Crew, you know that my wife and I are in different places, and I can't right now. First chance I get, we'll all watch them together. You know, my wife and I have so many shows to watch when we get in the house together. It's going to be ridiculous. Listen to my solo cast, everybody. <laughs> gotta beat Brandon in the numbers. That's all I gotta say. I've gotta beat this Brandon will be in the numbers. Long after those numbers come. I'm trailing behind by about a hundred listens. Download. Don't even listen to it. Just download it. We only got twenty three people. <laughs> download download on every piece of machinery you have. I don't care if it's a blender. I'm going to every library <laughs> this week and just downloading my show on every computer in each library. Evil Tiller Hicks, how's it going? Here's the man. Brandon's still dead to you? Me. <laughs> Valentine. I like Valentine. I just watched Valentine right before we started recording. Did Beautiful. Yeah, it's a good movie. I'm all caught up. I just have to watch the remake of My Bloody Valentine, and I've, uh, I'm not really into Lover's Lane, but maybe I'll give it a whirl this year. I just watched Naomi, Joey, my girl. I'm talking about wrestling. He asked about wrestling, so I threw him a bone. Yeah. He'll know, he'll know what's up. Okay, sorry to kill the mood. Okay, what horror movie are you excited for this year? Raw. Yeah, Raw looks great, man. It was at sure TIFF. You guys could have come inside in the theater. The Toronto International Film Festival. Who's going to come inside the theater? Oh, my Lord. Selective hearing he's got. Yeah. We, you guys could have come back in September to watch Raw in the theater. Not Eddie oh. Murphy's Raw. Raw that's coming out, like, this year. Wide release. Damn. What wow. is Michael Myers' middle name? I believe it's Ethel. No, 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 no. Audrey. It's Audrey. Nice. That's good I'm trivia. Two, I'm two for two, folks. That's right. I totally didn't know, so I guessed Ethel. That it's was Audrey. A, that was a stupid guess. <laughs> well, Audrey's not a good You know, would you have thought it was Audrey? Audrey confirmed. Thank you. Boom! Dave Z. Two for I two. I had no idea. I was just guessing a funny girl's name, and it turns out it was a girl's name. 
<laughs> the loser is off the show. <laughs> so right now, one of you guys has to answer correctly for the next trivia question. Yeah. <laughs> The or if not, the tiebreaker the... should be who had the uh, the second most downloads of the solo games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Kenny Tuska is great. It's such a weird movie. It's other than Red State. It's the other the I love that movie for Kevin Smith. It's not bad. I don't get I don't get the hate. I, I enjoy it. I, I like the first half more than the second, but I dig it. You know. I like that he tried something totally wacky and new, uh, and I love the build up to it. I love the build up. Oh, the breaking news. <laughs> I was reading The Ram. The, the Hellraiser Retro was great. My question, though, is do you think if the series was... Uh, it went too fast. Can you guys read could it? it? Could it work as an art house style film? Absolutely. Uh, no. If they, really? could re- they could reboot it and give it like the Neon Demon de- uh, treatment. Oh, yeah. They could do it. Yep. No, that would be weird. No, dude, it's art house as is. I mean, it's artsy. Hellraiser? Come on, man. Look at it. Hellraiser's artsy? To a degree, yes. It's, 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 I don't know. It's more artsy than a lot of other films. I was going to ask if why no one was watching the Grammys and listening to us ramble on, and then, and then Jason Lloyd gives us this breaking news. <laughs> Metallica <laughs> and Lady Gaga are together, and his mic's not even on, so all you can hear is Lady Gaga. That's pretty funny. Lady Gaga's <laughs> awesome. I love Metallica, but Gaga is awesome, so she killed it at the Super Bowl. No, Yoga Hosers, when I said Kevin Smith, I was talking from a horror movie standpoint, Red State and Tusk. There's where it ends. Yoga Hosers can suck Brandon's dick. I mean, it's a horrible film. It wasn't that bad. It's I've horrible. Worse. It's horrible. Uh, well, I've seen worse as well, but it's a horrible movie. My shirt says Jaws, man. Okay, now, okay. I mean, Jill wants you to put a ski mask on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Here, here's another one from Amanda. Christian, have you thought about modeling body bags? <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. I got a trivia question. What a Chris Noah, listen, this is for a job on the show. How many people associated with The Exorcist died during the film's year-long shoot? I'll say one. Two. Oh, three. All right. <laughs> wow. Three? You think three people died? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Nine? Chris said nine. Nine people? I... I I'm I'm closer without going over. Brandon, you're off the show. Hey, Frank Frank Del Vecchio says it was nine thousand. Oh man! <laughs> the listeners have spoken. Nine. Their dreams have come true. Wow! Don't worry, guys. If man. this is going too slow for you, we're going to cut out every breath we take. <laughs> and edit it. Brandon, don't breathe. <laughs> Brandon, or don't breathe. Or, or we could just record, like, you know, 30 seconds of material and then fill the rest up with trailers. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Boo! Oh! Yes! Nine people didn't even die in the damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I didn't know that about The Exorcist. I feel like I don't know anything right now. Wow, Joshua James, probably the only person I've heard of that said, I like yoga hosers. I didn't think it was that bad, Joshua. I think I gave it like a five and a half or six. It wasn't wasn't Ugh. great, but it wasn't atrocious. Oh, I'll pick Sharknado over Yoga Hosers for sure. I'll take Yoga Hosers. See you, Kenny. Oh. Hi, Kenny. Oh, he's got to watch the Grammys. And Moose oh, Jaws. Yeah. Moose Jaw. The fact that they even call it Moose Jaw. I, I got to see. I, I'm looking forward to that one. It's ridiculous. Moose Jaws. <laughs> but it can't be. I, I didn't see Yoga Hosers, so I can't even say anything. 
See, Jason yeah. even gave it a five out of ten. My <laughs> inner mom. Oh, look oh, at Brian Brooks. Christopher's comment. Weird hearing Brandon take breaths between sentences. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> That's kind of funny though. <laughs> is it time? Is it how long we been on? What time is it? Is it ten fifteen? Ten thirteen. Tusk. Oh, okay. I love with these short form words like Tusk was ridiculous. Because I do that all the time. I love short for him. How's the fam? Like family is going to take me that much longer to say. Wow. Joey said it's the worst of 2016 yoga hosers. I'm you right there. Anti-birth. Anti-birth and yogurt hosers. No, no. Yogurt hosers. Like just so <laughs> yogurt hosers. <laughs> I yogurt heard it. Hosers. You're lucky you brought it up first because I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> is, that the, is that the dessert? There's always room for jowl. <laughs> yogurt hosers. X-ray, X-ray is one of those so horribly made slasher movies that you've got to watch it to believe it and enjoy it because it's so bad it's good. Yeah. Like I'll never give it a high rating. It's gonna get a low rating, but it's you have to watch it because most of the movie is just the guy going as he walks at a snail's pace through the hospital. Christian, are you holding your filter? Yeah. <laughs> It's a suck. My black cock filter. What happened? Did it fall off? <laughs> it was never attached to anything. Total garbage. Like microwave mask. A forty-dollar freaking Blu-ray. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give you a forty cents for it. Oh <laughs> man. The beginning is great. The first five minutes are so bad it's good, and then the rest is just god awful. Isn't that your first video rental? Yes, it is. After I got my card, the first two movies I rented when I got my own card from from Video Factory microwave were Nail Gun Massacre and Microwave Massacre. Yes. You know this Suspiria remake could really work. Oh, Joey loves it. Wow. <laughs> Suspiria remake. Famous last I, words. I, it could really, really work. It could go the way of uh, Maniac remake. This Murders remake could really work. <laughs> <laughs> what an excellent. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like the casting of Tilda Swinton, though. I think if there's anyone who's perfect for a role in that film, it's her. Yeah, no? I don't know. I'll give it a chance. I'll give it a chance. Trivia. Chris is back. What was the actual name of Ghostface's costume in Scream? This is fucking good trivia because I don't know the answer. Doesn't that mean it's bad trivia because I don't know it? Pale face. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Wasn't it Ghostface Killer? <laughs> Ghostface Killer! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, grandfather death? <laughs> Father death. Father death. Oh, shit. Well, Brandon, you're off the show. Okay. Yeah. And on that note, yeah. the listeners are happy. Oh my god! Look, everything's lighting up here. People are yep. just ecstatic. I can't believe Marty ditched us for a job interview. <laughs> I know. I mean, come on. <laughs> I didn't but, even know people worked in Australia. I thought they just <laughs> killed people and ate kangaroos. Yeah. <laughs> With the motherfucking ruckus. Yep. How many people can Heineken hire? <laughs> I don't even know if that's Australian. I honestly, Amsterdam? What's an Australian Fosters, beer? Fosters. Fosters. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it is Australian for beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to go. We got too much to do here tonight. We got too much to do. We'll have to do this again next show. Monster Mania, Joshua. I'm going in March. I got no money yet. I have to go next year. Never been to Chiller Fest. <laughs> we gotta go. Say goodbye, go. fellas. Bye, fellas. Take care, Bye, everybody. Ladies. Download my podcast. Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>
Oh, and that was that. Another round of Facebook Live is, is in the books. That's why what we need to do, and honestly, this is, this is what I'm saying, is you get the questions, the comments, and everything ahead of time, and then Dave, like, moderates while people just watch us kind of either doing, like, a little bit of a trivia challenge, answering questions that they might have for each of us individually, stuff like that. You know what, Brandon? You're back on the show. One more week. You earned yourself another week. Yes, uh, you finished second instead of third, and you came up with a good idea, so I think you should keep him. He was not the one who's hurting our ratings. Terminated. Can't even get a real It's real my filter. pompous attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, woo, okay. Well, yeah, the best produced call. solo cast gets the least listens. I don't understand it. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Yeah, it was too short. You ever, you ever hear about things being too short? Uh, well, no, every night. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Never, never. Hey, guys, um, it's Women in Horror Month. Is that a thing? It's a thing. You didn't know it. Oh, you didn't oh. know? Yeah, of course. It's, it's Mr. A captivity thing. over there. He loves his captivity films. It's Women in Horror Month, so we actually picked the right time to have our first woman on the show. We didn't know at the time because we recorded. Women in Horror Month the shortest month of the year? Like Black History Month. <laughs> you're right couldn't give them a 30 day month I know first there was a struggle for, for women's equality and they got it then there was a struggle for minorities equality and they got it and they gave them both the shortest month I hear well, on leap year they don't even celebrate either one of those holidays <laughs> what country are you two from <laughs> you're right right, right yeah. now I would not agree in the states that you have either of those two things <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Black yeah. History Month, it should be in January, man. Because Martin Luther King's birthday is observed in January. So there's a day off. Don't you think it would be part of the package? It would make it even grander? Like, you know? It's... Did you watch Saturday Night Live last night? No, I haven't watched they it. They did a skit about Valentine's Day. Instead of just getting chocolates on Valentine's Day, that they should get people chocolates for Black History Month. And so they gave people chocolates for black history month and they open the box and it's all different heads of all different famous black leaders really and it was <laughs> yeah and it was it was called martin luther martin luther king i have a cream you know how they have the labels on it <laughs> the only thing that could have been that funnier is if it was white chocolate there was a bill clinton there was a bill clinton in there that was white chocolate there was a white chocolate bill clinton. oh now that's funny Wow. I thought you were laughing at me, so I'm glad you weren't laughing at me, because I think January would be a better idea. Yeah, but no. But hey, let's just be happy everybody has a month. Well, except exploding heads. I am not. I don't buy into all those month things, but that's a, a whole different show and podcast. I agree. I don't buy into all those day and week things. Oh. That's stupid shit. Oh, it's Friends Day. It's this day. It's... um. And all those other – it's Frozen Foods Month. Frozen Foods Month? <laughs> yeah. That's so legit. March. March is National Frozen Foods Month. Oh, get the fuck them. out of here. I believe I you too. You should believe me. It's a fact. When you go to the grocery store, they have signs up every year. Uh, you'll see. You'll see. Uh, Guys, I, I should you not. Join the group page, listeners. Let me pimp. Okay, how's that? Join the damn group. If you're on Facebook and not in the group page, get on it because you get to be part of Facebook Live. You get to be part of the polls that we do. You get to be part of tonight's episode, which is listener's choice. 
You guys chose the episode. You guys chose the movie Happy Birthday to Me. So if you want to be in on this stuff, get on the Facebook page. It's real easy. So, damn. And you know what? So angry. As long... <laughs> hey, we're blowing up. We're very big in Asia. <laughs> now it's Asia. I know. Yeah, we're big. I love you a long time. <laughs> oh, here we no, go. No, they don't have names. They're just symbols, like Prince was for a while. <laughs> that's before for Dave the, that's killed beyond. them. Yeah. <laughs> before I killed them. A year ago. <laughs> okay, speaking of things I did, nobody has said it. I can't believe neither of you guys has brought it up. You're welcome. Fangoria. Well, okay, we're going to get to that. <laughs> Let's not gloss over. Let's not gloss over Friday the 13th, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I, oh, almost, I, want, I almost want to kick your ass. <laughs> who, who said it? Who put his entire podcasting future on the line? Because I love you two so much. Who did it? Me. Dave, you're I, absolutely right, but it's gotten to the point now where you won't even play along for the sake of having fun. I was, I'm right there with you. I'm totally with you. I'm, I've come around to the Dave Z approach. I'll believe Thank it when I see it. But you. then somebody was posting about the new Halloween stuff, and you know they got the uh, comedy <laughs> writers from Eastbound and Down, and Danny McBride and all that. And uh, you know you're like, I'm not even participating. And then people started fighting within the group. <laughs> right, they did. But <laughs> they on did. second thought, they did. Okay, on second <laughs> thought, I'll say this: because they said it's going to be October nineteenth, two thousand eighteen, and not mm. seventeen. That makes the Halloween thing a little more believable. And you know why? I got to thinking about it. It's going to be the 40-year anniversary. Yeah, that's true. So mm-hmm. They had Halloween H2O. Now they're going to have Halloween H4O or something. You know? H4O. They could have farted out a Friday the 13th to get that marketing gold mine that I keep referring to for October 13th, yeah. 2017. They could have farted one out in a month. <laughs> and they didn't yeah. do it. Like and some people are like, oh, I respect them for doing it. There's no respect here. This is pure stupidity. This is like, think of what they did. You know, I think Brandon, um, one of our, um, not you, Brandon, another Brandon or Brendan, it might actually be Brendan, mentioned on her page that Paramount bought these rights back and gave Warner Brothers Interstellar to release. There was a lot at risk here to totally fuck it up. To pretty much give yep. it back to Warner Brothers next year, I just don't understand that. I guess because you know we're, we're every dollar we talk about, we, we like in our lives. I mean, means something to us. Maybe I don't. I, I just can't imagine why they would want to throw away. And why were they giving the movie twenty million dollar budget? Or it was, I think it was over twenty million now. I think you could still do them for ten. We could do it for nothing, but I'm talking about based in, in the reality of how things work in the industry now with everybody's yeah. wages and salaries and, and everything. If you're doing it legits, legit, sorry, legits. If you do it legit, too legit, <laughs> too legit to qu- you, it would probably be at least 10, 10 to 15. But you know that would recoup it. They're getting cold feet because of rings? That doesn't even make sense to me. Like anyone thought rings was going to be a hit. Come on. They probably thought it was going to be a hit. It's Why? Way too Blair Witch wasn't a hit. It just turned out they happened to be pretty shitty movies. For Rings, what? Rings needed to be the Ring 3. Ring, I think Rings, yeah. right, and, and the preview, the first time I saw the preview, I know, Dave, you don't watch them, but first time I saw it, and Brandon, I know you said you agreed, I was like, this looks like garbage. I thought it was direct-to-video yeah. uh, direct or VOD. Like, I didn't think it was coming to the theater at all. It looked horrible. They needed Naomi Watts back. <laughs> 
<laughs> we all need Naomi Watts. Yeah, that's my Betsy Palmer. I told you, that's who I would love to be Betsy Palmer. I, I could buy that. I could buy that too. That would have been cool. But listen, Rings was a stupid name, but they did the same thing Blair Witch did. It's just a modern way of doing things. They don't put numbers in there anymore. I don't know why. They should have learned when they put out that movie, The Final Destination, and it did shit. Then they came back with Final Destination 5, and guess what? It doesn't matter. If the movie's good, it's going to get props. That movie was good. People liked it. The title only matters so much. Rings sucked, apparently. I didn't see it, but everyone said it sucked. I expected it to suck. Why Friday the 13th, like Christian said, a guaranteed moneymaker would give two shits about about freaking Samara and what she does. It's a completely irrelevant. Friday the 13th is the one of the most popular horror franchises in history. Everybody talks about it, and it's a guaranteed moneymaker. Why would the movie not come out? I don't know. But like I said on the year-end show, I've lost all faith, and it's it made me mad and bitter because of how much I love the series. There's more fucking Friday the 13th and Jason paraphernalia and, and costumes and stuff now than back in the heyday when the series was actually coming out, chugging, churning out one a year. And, and now you can find more stuff every Halloween, not even Halloween now. Figurines are coming out. People are spending 500 bucks on figurines for Jason. He's more iconic now. They, it was, it was, it's boneheaded. It's bone, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a diehard Friday the 13th fan and I want to see another movie. I'm just saying it I don't even understand the business behind it. I really don't. It makes no sense to me. Sorry, Brandon. Sorry, Brandon. Yeah. Let me just say right. this. Let's talk about Saul Legacy. Because he doesn't want to hear about Friday the 13th. I'm going to spit fire quick and for a minute and we're done. This is what we've seen. First, they said it was going to be found footage. Then they said it was going to be an origin story. Then they were going to have one that was going to be set in the 80s. Then there was going to be a TV show. Then Elias Voorhees was going to be involved. Then this latest announcement. This has been announcement after announcement after announcement, and every one of them ended up being for shit. And it's it's ridiculous. And then they did the same thing with Halloween. There was going to be Halloween 3D. Anybody remember that? Then there was going to be someone doing Rob Zombie's Halloween, but without Rob Zombie. Then Tal- Scout Taylor Compton said she was going to be in. Then she was out. Then they went something called Halloween Returns that was announced two years ago, and it didn't happen. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm disappointed. I'm sick of it. Hopefully this Halloween thing gets made, but Brandon, like you said, like I say, I'll believe it when I see it. At the, at the very least, hopefully they reboot Leprechaun this year. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Back uh, to the hood again. So, yeah, I just wanted to say no? I never saw a minute of a Leprechaun movie, and that's going to come up later. As a matter of fact, yeah, that's on the list. So, I don't think people are surprised. Well, I'll tell you what. That $20 million budget, that's what's preventing this movie from being made. That's a lot of money. Well, it was. I remember the producers. I forget. Brad Fuller, I think his name was. I think he was talking about when he wanted to have it come in around what the Purge movies were costing, which was around $10 uh-huh. million. And that made sense to me. 10 maybe $10, 15000000 million. I had a little bit because it's been fucking eight years since they were talking about it initially or since the last one came out. Where I'm going with it is that that sounds like a realistic budget for that type of film. Again, we all know. We all say, oh, well, of course, we could do it for less. We could do it for less. But from I'm talking about from a Hollywood, quote unquote, standpoint. And structure, but yeah. it's not happening. We but already 20, know it's not 20 happening. Million is still a, a lot of money, and there's a lot of hands in the cookie jar, and it's just probably what what's preventing it from getting made. Yeah. Ultimately, oh, well. dude, 
I'm tired of unqualified people having jobs that they're unqualified for. I just am because these people that are the heads of these companies that make these decisions are simply unqualified to make these calls. They know nothing about this. It's a, I don't. I here. don't disagree. They're oh. just. It's all about money. It's was, all wait, about was this about was this about the producers or was this about Brandon podcasting? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, hey, we, you got him. Yeah, we've we've all seen the numbers. <laughs> We we haven't seen shit. I'm going by what Dave just regurgitated. I who knows what's true. <laughs> oh, we should have asked Jason when he was on Facebook Live. He should have could have got it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> oh shit! Doesn't doesn't okay. matter. I look at who gave me the vote of best podcast, and Jason Lloyd was on that. Jason Lloyd's from Texas. They don't like Jews in Texas, so I knew I wasn't getting his vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Horror fans are going to get continuously get screwed. They did this with Hellraiser too. Could have talked about this last week. Remember, there was supposed to be the Hellraiser reboot that the dudes from Martyrs were supposed to had, uh, be yep. uh, part of or direct or whatnot. And then that fell through. And then they came up with that shoddy direct-to-video one and not a true return to form. Time will tell, I guess. Mm-hmm. All I know is that, that the other one was supposed to be something about for saving the rights they had to make it. And that's why Fat Pinhead came in. I don't know. Fat Pinhead. <laughs> I don't know. I want to see a fat pinhead versus bitch tits chase and cross. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking matchup. <laughs> Someone kickstarter that. I'll I'll fund that. Bitch tits chase versus, versus fat that's, pinhead. That's, favorite Friday. Yeah. that's your favorite Friday. Yeah. We already know, we already, we already know his number one of 1986. <laughs> Politely go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, what about Rumorg? What were you saying about Rumorg, Christian? <laughs> I said nothing about Rumorg. I talked about Fangoria, the news that came out. I guess uh, the editor-in-chief or one of the heads said that he's actually not been working at uh, Fangoria since mid-December and that we will yeah. never see another Fangoria in print again moving forward. But then Fangoria put on their uh, feed after that started, I guess, trending that real news will come out in two days Bear with us. But there's fans, fans of Fangoria that are pissed off because they said real news. Like, you guys have kept us in limbo. Supposedly, there's lots of subscription fuck-ups. People have been getting screwed out of their money. So people are pissed off right now at Fangoria. Uh, so it's been a dying breed for a while from, uh, from the sounds of it. Like, I gave up on Fangoria, sad to say, a while ago. Uh, long ago, actually. A while ago. Quite a bit. Quite a long time ago. Was it a while ago? <laughs> <laughs> quite a bit a long time ago. Quite a bit. Quite long. a bit a long time. Quite a bit a long time. It was quite a bit a long time. I'm gonna edit this right out, right you at, fucking skunk. Right, right. <laughs> was this before or after yogurt hosers came out? I'm gonna yogurt hose you right down in a second. Oh, is what I'm gonna do. Yogurt hoser. <laughs> <laughs> well, we discussed Fangoria in the past, and we said it was a shame. Remember, we had that whole little segment about Fangoria and how they're not relevant now, and it's unfortunate, and this and that, the other thing. Well. This has to do with us, as a matter of fact. Ken from Fangoria, I sent him an email a couple months ago. This is the same guy that came out today and said something. And I was trying to get to to strike up something, some type of uh, cross-promotion with them. They have a Fangoria podcast network. We have Horophilia. I was trying to see if maybe we can get some work going between us, because I'm always doing that for our, for our show and for the network. Not only did he not respond, but he didn't respond at all. <laughs> so, so wait, he I didn't, got no wait, he didn't just not respond. He didn't respond at all. <laughs> so, you fuck with me. I fuck ago. with you too. 
<laughs> when did this happen? Was this quite a bit a long time a while ago? I, I didn't mean What's to... wrong with us tonight? I don't know. This is awesome. Even when I was even when I was saying it I knew it was wrong. I meant to say it. should start over. Yeah. It's Facebook yeah, Live at eleven. Let's go back to Facebook Live. Facebook okay. Live at eleven PM. Let's start it from start it from zero. Oh boy. All right, all right. <laughs> oh shit. Listener's choice. Uh, yeah. So Fangoria, it's sad, but Ken, you should have responded to me, homie. Uh, that's all I can say. This is what happens. And while we're on that, now what about Rumorg? I don't want to say that we had something to do with this, but actually I do. I, I want to say we had something to do with this. <laughs> say it. Rumorg is only issuing a magazine every other month now instead of every month. They are going downhill, and that's what happens. You don't put exploding heads. On your 25 horror podcasts, <laughs> this is what ha- we have to prove it time and time again, don't we? That if you don't at least do something for us when we're trying and busting our balls to put on good shows, acknowledge us, nothing happens, and look, look what's going on in the world. Yeah, so my guess is, you know, they've probably been been dying for a while. But you would think that they would make an effort to try and get out there and, and save it, because there's definitely people who still want to collect and uh and get issues of of horror magazines i never got into the horror magazines i did i wish well, i did i, I did fangorian gorzone and i had all oh, five yeah. toxic horrors <laughs> but again all sold all ebayed way back when to get to get rid of the clutter and i wish in retrospect i wish they were collecting dust in my basement now but i don't have them anymore clive barker didn't even yeah. sign those motherfuckers but <laughs> but you know what how about horror hound horror hound is it bi-monthly or is it is it every month or do you know? Don't don't ask me. Christian, you yeah. should know. You're bi-monthly, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. He's down. All right. Wow. Um, That's why Lauren's put a restraining order against him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What can we say? All, all I can say is that they're going down. Print media is just something that, that, that's slowly being phased out in all seriousness. It is what it is. It's not surprising. When I was a kid, Fangoria was awesome. Now, if you buy a magazine off the shelf... It's going to be news that you've already seen on the internet. I guess yeah. it could be good for interviews, but I don't know. It's just, it's the world we live in, right? Fangoria could survive if they went into the digital realm and if they embraced it. They're behind the times and they fucked up time and time again in going with the trend. Had they just embraced digital technology way back when, they could have been probably the pioneer and probably still the leader, leading horror news outlet out there. But they didn't. They didn't, and now they're they're taking they've taken a hit. They took the hit with the forums. They took a hit from the website. We talked about that way back when, and now they're taking a hit in print from the sounds of it. Again, we're speculating here because the real news will come out in two days, supposedly. Yes, it will. We'll find out by the time this airs. Everyone's going to know. The real news is going to come out in print, but that issue is never coming out. (laughs) Okay, a couple other things, real quick. I'm just going to pimp again quickly um, about the horror pack. Because we're sponsored. I don't want any smart-ass shit from you, Brandon. Last time I tried to say they're sponsored, you had to say some shit. So. <laughs> yeah, you me- mention our name, you get you pay $2 more. All right. <laughs> <laughs> go to HorrorPack. Go to HorrorPack.com slash go slash exploding heads, and you will get $3 off your first month's subscription. So do it. That might put some money in our pockets. Because we don't have any. Yeah. So. I That's need to that. feed my kids. Yeah, man, for sure. We I don't feed them yogurt hosers for weeks. 
<laughs> right? I can see that in stores too. Yogurt hosers, right? That's the, uh, the granimals. Not granimals. What are those things called? Danimals. Danimals. Right? Gogurt. That too. Yes. That's what I think. Danimals is those kids' drinks. Yogurt oh, okay. hosers. <laughs> you got gogurt. You I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wait. Yogurt hosers would work. It's like gogurt. It really would. They yeah, come in like a hose. So, yeah. Horror pack. And Cinema PsyOps. I forgot to mention that I was on their show last last time. It was just a crazy show, and I, I, I forgot the notes. But check out Cinema PsyOps at the podcast if you don't know, and you really should, because those dudes. I even told them on the show that I, I was amazed by what they were doing. Because we were having a conversation, I said something, and those two just bounced off each other for like two minutes with like these impromptu jokes. And just, I, I was just, I couldn't say a word. I just sat there in amazement. So those boys got some talent. So get on there and listen to Cinema Psyops. We talked about Megan was missing. Megan is missing, sorry. <laughs> was. What, what a show to joke about. Hey, when her mouth was all agape and her head was sticking through that hole, <laughs> waga waga, waga waga. I felt like going over to skull fucking her for minutes. <laughs> well, Megan, you're missing two did. front teeth. You're missing two front teeth now, Megan. <laughs> oh shit. We, we we did. You know what we did? We joked around for like an hour and a half because we knew we were getting into the inevitable, and then it got real serious. So I think we just had to get all that crazy Oof. shit out of our system. That is a know? one tough movie. Like I. I, it's it's very hard hitting. It's it's definitely not a movie for everybody. Yeah, it's awesome though. Well, yeah, because awesome. it, it, it's you want to see a horrific found footage movie. There's one from the Dave Z Challenge. That's right, and it's awesome. It's like one of the best ones on that list. I could watch it, even though it's disturbing as hell. And I brought it there because I said it's disturbing, especially because it's based on a true story. It's just well made and freaking. I don't know. I I don't want to say I can watch it again and again because that sounds sick, but. I can watch it like once a year, and it has an effect on me, and I think it's just a well-made film. Sometimes I just throw it on for background noise. <laughs> Especially the screaming. Yeah. <laughs> when the screaming <laughs> stops. <laughs> yes. Brandon, Brandon, what are you doing in there? Possession joke. <laughs> a possession oh, joke? No. That's the name of uh, the no. theme song to Possession. No, Remember when the screaming what? stops was your alternate title for Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, and it's also the theme song to Possession. Oh, sorry. Shit, I don't know about the Possession sound. I didn't even know there was a Possession soundtrack. Two other reasons for me to jump through this pane glass window that's in front of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> jump artery first. You know what? I haven't listened to that yet. <laughs> Thank you. You're always so helpful. <laughs> oh, artery first. Awesome. <laughs> I can't oh. believe I just got smoked by our own Melvin the Mop Boy. <laughs> Hey, top of the mops. Yeah, top of the mops. <laughs> oh, guys, I got a gift. I want to say something good. For the first time, somebody sent me something. People have been listening to the shows I've been doing for years, and I finally received something for it. Anal? You know. <laughs> Paranormal activity, what, two and three? <laughs> Am I hot or cold? <laughs> uh, no, well, you're close. You're close. <laughs> I, Jerry Allen, who I'm not sure is listening or not, but he sent me a DVD called Rings, which are you guys familiar with the short film Rings? Not the new one. <laughs> <laughs> not the new one. No. No. Is it uh, based on that? Oh, I don't know. He sent me the the DVD for the movie Rings, a short film with some bonus stuff. And it was it's all, you know, if you're into that ring goo and the rings and all that stuff, it's something that you can't just get anywhere. So he sent me that. And he sent me the book for Juan, the actual book for Juan the Grudge. So 
it was really cool. I've never received anything from a listener before. I, I, I you know, I'm sorry we're not a, a first year show where those <laughs> guys are always receiving things from all the listeners all the time. You know, we finally got something. Well, I got something, so I was happy about it. So yeah, thanks, I got Th- thanks, listeners. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's Thanks, cool. Jerry man. Allen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that, that's super cool. That's all we're, you know, we're busting your chops. Yes. It only took me what? Three or four years to get something from anybody. I yeah. Mean, I think his middle name is uh, Z boy. <laughs> no, no, he's not a Z boy. <laughs> he's not a Z boy. I said, <laughs> uh, I don't no, know. That, that's Either actually way. cool. Did you check it out? Yes. Yes. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yep. I didn't start the book yet, but I watched the Rings DVD. It was cool. Now, the sh- the short, is it like, is it a short based on the original Ringu? It has to do with, with all of them, really. It's hard to explain. But it's it's based on the Asian ones, not the American ones. You know what? In, in retrospect, I can't even tell you. <laughs> but you but you watched you really... it. Did, <laughs> were the eyes open or were they half shut? Like, I mean. Stop. You know, I can't... <laughs> How short was this film? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can't remember shit. It's just okay. were there subtitles oh, or was it the no, way no, we talk right now? <laughs> Listeners, he'll be back in about thirty seconds. He's going to watch. It. The short film is based on on the American ring. Were the actors winking a lot in the film, <laughs> or or squinting? Eyes wide shut. It... Listen, there's three deadly cursed videotapes. They're in the Ring, the Ring Two, and the international cult hit Ringu. So okay. every, everything, everything, everything's covered. Yes, there's different things. There was uh, interviews with filmmakers. There was, but the video, the movie Rings, the, sh- the short film, is based more upon the American than anything. But it's the same basic mythology. That's why I didn't. Yeah, you know, I've never seen the Asian ones. That's why I asked. I've actually never seen the originals. Was it based oh, on the okay. Dreamcast video game, The Ring? Which I'm all joking aside, supposedly is loosely based on that mythology as well. Eh? Any video oh. game fans out there? Oh, wow. Challenge wow. me on that. I, I, I can't mess with you, can I? You can't mess Not with me. Not <laughs> Okay. What's this right. Listen, thing? we have a lot to get to still. <laughs> we really do. It's going to be a long... We might not even get to happy birthday to me at this rate. I know we're reviewing the damn movie tonight. We'll just we'll just give ratings. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, it's just going to be a long show because we're having so much fun and we have so much more to do. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back firing on all cylinders. So we'll be back in a second. <laughs> All right, we are back. Um, We have a big giveaway. Well, not a big giveaway, but we have a giveaway for iTunes because we put it out there. We have a bunch now. I believe that we have 41 uh, people worldwide that have given us written reviews. We love you a long time. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) So check it out. We have 41 five-star ratings now on iTunes for the United States, and we just so happen to have 41 written reviews worldwide. So we are going to do the drawing between those people, and I'm going to quickly read the last four that we have. One, two, three, four. Actually, five. Holy cow. Real quick. Real quick. December 20th. Pretty great from... Bryson Burtock. I just started listening a couple of weeks ago and I have already binged 20 episodes. I love how in depth they get in the reviews. I love how they take their time and don't rush through each movie. 
They all have different opinions, so it makes for an interesting listen. Great show. Thank awesome. You. Good. Well said. Did and you listen to the, the Maniac Cop ones? Because we blew through those movies. <laughs> yes, we did. We blew through those like Brandon blew through five homeless guys last night. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's called the soup kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The yogurt nice. hosed okay, them all. Jan- <laughs> so January 30th, 2017. Ab Fab from Girl Horror Fan says, I absolutely love this show and these guys. Every episode is great, and the chemistry between Dave Z, Christian, and Brandon is amazing. Keep up the amazing show, awesome shows, pardon me. You help make my days at work fly by. Hashtag clickety-clack. <laughs> awesome. No, that's awesome to hear. Yes, nice. it is. And then we got girl. a girl. A girl. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I smell and... another restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Okay. January 14th from Dan D. Hilarious and informative. You guys are amazing, first of all. These three will give you informative reviews on all different types of movies with great jokes, which is the best combo. Makes me laugh out loud at work. Great show. Nice. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. Two more. They both came on February 7th. This one is from Creative Destiny. Informative, engaging, and often funny. These three good fellas discuss slasher films and giallo, excuse me, Galileo films. (laughs) <laughs> but work in lots of humor too it's like hanging out with the guys at a bar and shooting the breeze about scary movies go check it out and blow up your mind i think this podcast will satisfy all of your horror needs awesome. kind words thank you yeah yeah right yeah, on thank you. yeah thank you that's it's awesome and one more also february 7th from dm roller great podcast i've been listening to a number of horror movie podcasts on the last couple of years and this has become one of my go-to podcasts. Love the camaraderie of the hosts. Love it when they have guests on with more opinions. I have learned so much and found out about so many good and bad movies that I wasn't aware of before. As a bonus, listening to Dave Z is like having Joe Pesci from his Goodfellas role in my ears. It's great. <laughs> Check these guys out. They know their stuff. Thank you. That is, that is another thank you. Give him a Dave. Give him a fucking Joe Pesci line. A Joe Pesci lion. I can't, yeah, I, right I, off the I top. <laughs> Don't Come stall on, another on. second. Yeah. I got nothing. I, got, I, I can't. Th- when I, when someone asks me to do something. And listen I'm to me, you Jew motherfucker, you. <laughs> yeah, listen to me, you Jew motherfucker. <laughs> Don't ever go over my head again, you Jew motherfucker, you. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Such a joint. Bellissimo. Okay. Yeah, Bellissimo. Okay. So check it out. We have 33 American and 8 from all over the world that are in on this and they are between one and 41 and I'm going to do the randomizer right now to see who gets prizes. And let me say, we do not care where you live. I'm taking money out of my pocket to send to you. I've listened to some first tier podcasts lately (laughs) that only ship their prizes to the continental United States. So yeah, I'm just saying I enjoy the first year podcast. I'm just saying, give it how, how Dave gets chlamydia through customs, I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> and those guys have sponsors. These other shows have sponsors, and they won't even do it. Well, People are cheap. We are not cheap here at Exploding Heads. Oh, we're broke, but we're not cheap. Right. Yeah. Okay. I have a sock filter. <laughs> He's literally holding a sock. It's not he even is. Have a black to sock. It to. He's literally you, holding it you can watch the Facebook Live feed if, believe, if you don't believe us. It's there. I'm <laughs> dancing it around like it's a giant cock in my face. 
Yeah. So f- share the show to your friends. <laughs> share us. Retweet the damn shows. Get on our Twitter. Retweet. When a show comes out on Facebook, please share it to people. Say, hey, check these guys out. Because we have nobody but ourselves and you guys listening. That's all we have. And we're doing everything we can. So please help us out. And let's generate a number between 1 and 41 and announce a winner. Bum, bada, bum, bada, bum, bada, bum, bada, bum, bum. That's number 15. Would you say Saran Ramp? Okay. <laughs> number 15. I love 15. what he hears. Let's see uh, who that is. 15. This is from Sully130. You he, are the... He's the guy who landed the plane in the uh, Hudson, right? <laughs> Thanks, Sully. Thanks for your service. Yes. And I'll read his review. From the ashes of a banana comes... This is a podcast which has formed post-Banana Laser podcast. And what a way to come back. With Dave Z at the helm, the trio rocks out with reviews and opinions, which I find very entertaining. They have a great balance of horror, movie knowledge, and humor to keep me involved. I listen to several movie casts on rotation, and this one quickly made the list for me. Listen and enjoy. Boom! There you go, Sully. Yes. Contact us, and uh, we'll send you shit. Next time... Next time, leave out the banana talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, don't like the, I don't like the texture of them. They make me nauseous. Leave them alone. <laughs> Listen, this came in February 12, 2016. So a year ago, this is one of the first reviews we got. I remember you reading this review. Really? I do. Yeah, when you were saying that, I, rem- I remembered that review. Yeah. Maybe he won something yeah. before. He might no, have. You, I think you were just re- re- reading them as they were coming in. I remember you reading them as well. And Christian is dead. He just had a stroke. I we were reading them. I said it like what's his, uh, Dr. Chenard and from Hellraiser too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stroking out. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, there you go, guys. If you want to be in on the next one, we'll do it again when we hit fifty. We will do it again. So um. Just go over to iTunes and just even if you don't care for iTunes or have it, you can log on your computer, start an account, and just do it. Leave us a five-star review and write the review to be in on the drawing. You don't have to write anything. Just say great podcast. Who cares? Just whatever, you know? And it doesn't but, technically have to be a five-star review. We'd appreciate no. it if it was five-star. I know. I was just – you're right. But if we're only worthy of four because of Christian – Go right ahead. <laughs> or if you're basing it off branded solo cast and we get a one. <laughs> or if you're basing it off the numbers and, you know, you don't even want to put a review up because of Christian's number. Oh. Do you notice that was designed to make me feel better, yet Dave is the only one smiling with <laughs> the whole design for So, guys, look, I, I got the numbers here, and I'm number one. But besides that, Brandon, you're a distant number two. And first Christian, you're a you distant guess, three. Uh, first, I'm going to make you guys guess on the order because you're never going to believe what it is. No, we believe you're number one, Dave. No, you're never going to believe. Keep guessing. Guess what? I'm number one, fuckers. By a high margin. It wasn't about me. You, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. You heard the text. I even said, I want Brandon to be in first place. I really did. Now, if episode 30 drops with Lauren, Hellraiser, the whole nine, and that doesn't finish in the top spot, then I'll be disappointed. The solo shows are just for fun. So, guys, you know what to do. Just rate, review, subscribe, do what you got to do. Get on there. That's that. We have to talk about emails and voicemails, don't we? First and foremost, we had a couple emails. They weren't even emails. They were questions that were submitted on the year-end show that didn't make the cut. 
And it wasn't that they didn't make the cut. We only were going to have 13, and these ones required us doing it at a later time for time constraints. And because the first question is kind of silly. So I don't know who asked them, but here we go. We're going we're gonna to get to them solely because somebody asked us this question on the Facebook page. We are not going to ignore you. It's been a couple months, but we're at it now. So here's our first question. In holidays, Kevin's <laughs> Halloween segment, just what exactly is happening to the dude when the girls rev up the engine? Is it electrocution, hypervibration, just what the hell? So anyone want to feel that? Yeah, I actually rewatched it. Oh. Not the, not the whole movie, just that segment. For, for this question? The worst segment. For this question. Man, this, this movie's terrible. Even just watching the segment was painful. But, uh, and it's one of the better segments, I think. Oh, it's no, you're I, wrong. You're, you're dead wrong. Oh, it sucks. It's one of the worst segments. Yeah, no, thank no, you. Not. Thank you. No, it's not. That stupid uh, Pagan Saints Day or whatever the hell that one. That one was stupid. That's not good either. I, I, I agree. <laughs> That's not good. But, None of them were good. Well, there's 10 no, segments, for fuck's sake. It was, uh, many, but there's, there's a lot. I don't know. I think there's six or seven. Yeah, it was. I took it as electrocution. It probably caused a heart attack. They turned the car battery up to 10. They had uh, up to a 11. Up to 11. <laughs> yeah, they had a vibrator glued up his ass <laughs> and hooked it up to a car battery. So he cut his dick off, so he was bleeding out, and then they turned the battery up to 10, and he just probably died of a heart attack. Okay, I didn't rewatch it, so I'm there was no take... There was no pleasure because he, he cut his dick off. Okay, uh, I I'll have to take your word for it because you rewatched it and I didn't. I, I, Christian, you have a better memory than than of all three of us. The best memory, I think, with things that you've only watched one time. So, you, do you concur here? Yeah, no. Well, that's exactly what I remembered. I, I, I just assumed it was like yeah, anal electricity uh, electrocution. Anal. <laughs> well, did I he get... it was his balls. That was anal. It was, it was up there. Oh, okay. Sorry. See, don't ask me. See, there was a I, vibrator I... shoved up his ass, and then his ass was glued shut and hooked up to a car battery. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Really? They glued his yeah. ass shut? Then they made him cut his dick off. <laughs> look, look, he's like going into the fetal. Like, oh, oh, he, oh. They glued his. They glued his ass shut. Yeah. Well, here's what they should have done. They should have just glued his ass shut, and that be it. And just let him live his, the rest of his life. That would be torture. He can't shit. You know what an agonizing death that would be if your asshole was ever was ever sewn shut permanently? He probably could have used something that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Chris. What'd you say? Could just you slice just it back it? open. Trying to get like the separator there, like you just. I don't usually laugh like this at your jokes because you're funny. But that was really funny. <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole! He compliments me by like totally destroying me. I'm very passive aggressive with my compliments. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> okay. I hope that answers open. the question. I have no answer because I don't remember. Okay. Now this one, you know, you would think it'd be a long one, but it's not going to be long because of the the years involved. We ran it and we we raved about how good 2016 was on our year end show, and somebody asked us the question: How about how does 2016 stand up against? 1976, 86, 96, and 2006. Now, I'm going to try to shorten it quickly because 1986, we're doing it next on yeah. 22 Shots. The three of us and the two of them are going to be doing that show. Yeah. So we're, we're in the midst of that. Does anybody here think that 86 is going to be overall better than 2016? Not a chance. Huh. No, I think it could be, is what I'm going I with. Think it's a, it's got Cronenberg in it. I 
Scott Cronenberg. It's got the fly. It's automatically better. I didn't. Did I say that? <laughs> I reviewed the fly. Listen to my solo cast to see where it coming from the fly. Uh, but 76 was good because, I mean, it was good, but you, you really. Yeah, Carrie and the Omen. Carrie the Omen. Um, bird offerings. Yeah, Pretend yeah, dreaded sundown. The way yes. I look at it is my top five films from 2016 will beat any of the top five films from the other years. In fact, I think 96 might be my second favorite choice out of there because of you Scream, From Dust Till You're Dawn, Frighteners. There's three. That's Frighteners. it. Those are the three. Yeah, those are the three. three. Yes, I, but I think those three are stronger than some of the other three from uh, – no. definitely stronger than 86. You're yes. off the show. He's off the show again. Dude. It's as simple Dude, as that. You know what? <laughs> F- fuck aliens. Fuck aliens. Are you fuck kidding aliens? me? Oh. Okay. Yeah, fuck aliens. I agree, but uh, well, fuck that's both irrelevant. <laughs> Listen, dude, they're not asking for the top, the cream of the crop. The year as a whole. You mean to tell me that you think that the top 30 movies from 1996 are going to be a stronger output than the movies from 2016? Because once again, no, Brandon no, and I were on no. that show. I didn't say that. 2016 is number one. I said I would choose 96 probably over 86 and 76. Wow. Okay. I will tell you right now. I'll, I'll put 76 out of the equation. Definitely, it's not going to be 2016 or equal it. I'll give you that. But I got to say 96. There's no way 96 is in the same league as 2016. No. 96 yeah, is three great movies, but it's not. No, I, I'd say two, I'd say 86, 2016. I still have to figure out what my ultimate's going to be. Then I might even say I might give it to '96 then because I do love Scream, I do love From Dust to Dawn and The Frighteners, but I love I love Carrie, I love Carrie. I do too. Carrie's one yeah. of my favorite movies of all time, but I would have to go with um, 2016 first, then '96 and '76 close together, and then '86 distant third. Ooh. I can't believe. Ooh. Wow, dude. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, it's going to be, be a sorry. great it's going to be a great show doing the 86 show. I really think we're going to have drastic drastically different top 10 lists cuz we're doing the top 10 favorite films from that year. It's got a lot of good films, but it doesn't have that many amazing films. Oof. You're crazy. Dude. We're now accepting auditions for Brandon's <laughs> position on the show. Please feel free is to not send one them of the in. the better years in the 80s. What? Dude. No, I, I looked at the Oh my god, it's one of the standouts. It's no, still it's the eighties. It doesn't it's still matter. The eighties, but it's not as uh, strong as eighty, eighty-one. I'll give him that, Christian. I'll hear him on that. Yeah. It's not as good as eighty to eighty-four. We yeah. already, you, you yeah. just said that to shut us up. <laughs> I said that for two reasons. Because ninety-six, okay, Christian. Pardon me. Brandon and I were on the twenty-two shots of moods and horror ninety-six special. I'll tell you this: trilogy of terror two and the dentist were in my top 10 for that year. And there's nothing wrong with those movies. They made my top 10. I enjoy them. To say that that's anywhere near the stuff that I had as my number 15 and 16 in 2016 is preposterous. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, look, a, looking, at it, looking at it from a whole body of movies, it's completely different. 96 that's, easily becomes the weakest because there are only well, a handful of standouts. But I the think... Question- <laughs> but I think the three strongest films of 1996 are stronger than the three strongest films from 86. Maybe. So that's why I'm tempted to say 96 over 86, just because of those three films. And, I, and I'd say that at least 86, I can come up with a top 10 of movies that I want to watch over and over and over again. Whereas 96, okay, there's yeah. those three. Okay. I, and I see that. And that, that's, that's all I'm saying is if I'm looking at it from your point of view, I totally agree. But top three, 
I'm taking the top three from 86 versus the top three of 96. I'm taking 96. Okay. I, and I can, I, I, you know what? I can We're not sort asking of about see. top three. Uh, well, <laughs> no, but, exactly but how do you judge a year? How do you, ju how do you judge 2016? I'm judging 2016 by my top five. My top five films are amazing films, and I think any of them hold up just as strong as any of the best films from those previous 86, 96, 76. I don't know why I said those that order. I don't care about your top five. I'm talking about horror movies of that year, of all 1996, of all 2016, etc. You can't take top because uh, now look at you look at the 1976 movies. There's three big ones there. It doesn't, you know what I mean? They're great. Two big, two big ones. Okay, well, okay, two big ones, but still, we're looking at the year as a whole. That's why 76 finishes low because I don't care about Grizzly and Into the Devil a Daughter that much. Uh, they're fine movies. But I mean, I, I have to knock them down. 2016 is the pinnacle. Now, I haven't even looked at 2006 yet offhand. To me, 2086 finishes second easy because there's so many good movies in 86, and there's just not I as many as. Thank you. You know, 96, I'm sorry. And my top three is different than. Uh, the Frighteners to me is fine, but it's not my top three. I have a different top three. But whatever. I have three big movies that year, but I still can look at 86 and say, you know what? There may not be a 10 out of 10 here, but there's a whole hell of a lot of damn good movies. Where in 96, I have a top, and then I have a bunch of good movies. That's The year as a whole, Brandon. You can't look at your top five, your top three. Just the year as a whole. You can't tell me that 86 is better than, than 96. There were, a lot, there were a lot more horror movies, though, in 86. Okay, if you're, <laughs> if you're going on a desert island, and you can only see the movies from, 70, from 86 or 96, what are you picking? 86. Yeah, without baiting a lie. Yes. Because you know what? I love Scream. I love Scream, but at the same token. <laughs> Can't talk. I know. <laughs> I know you meant batting an eyelash, but I I'm know. batting an eye. <laughs> batting an eye. We're all like this tonight. No, if, if, it, if, it's, if, if it's you got to take take the entire movie catalog, I will take 86 over 96. If it's taking the top three films, then I'm taking 96. It's going to be 86 has your beloved house in it. <laughs> I went on like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You went on for a good ten minutes about it in one show. Hey, I had to watch Spookies the other night. That's why I'm a little low on '86 right now. I have to watch Farting Monsters for like an hour and a half. Okay, 2006. No one said a word. Not the strongest year. Was 2006 yeah. even an option? Yes. What even came out in 2006? I don't even think I looked up. 76, 86, 96, 2006, and 2016. <laughs> I don't even. What think do you I... think? I don't even think I looked at 2006. Well, you got oh, Silent God. Hill, Saw 3, Texas Chainsaw Remake, Hills Have Eyes Remake, Behind the Mask, Slither, The Host, uh, Final Destination 3, See No Evil, Hatchet, When a Stranger so, Calls. So basic, all right, let me sum up 2006. Fuck 2006. No, 2006 had some good movies, and it. it was actually Texas Chainsaw The Beginning. It wasn't the remake, okay. it was The Beginning. But, I um, mean, there, there, were some, there were some decent movies, but it's... It, I don't think it, it can compete. Yeah, the only good thing 2006 gave us was 2007. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Nah, it, it, there were some good movies in there, but honestly, I, I just feel like 16 was such a strong year with films that I feel are going to hold up. I agree. So are we all in agreement that 2016 is better? It's the best of all the sixes? I think Christian likes '86. Yeah, you know what though? I I think Close. I think 2086 uh, is more nine out of tens for me. 2086. <laughs> what did I say? 
What, f- what is wrong with us tonight? 19, 1986. 1986. The one from the 80s. The six in the 80s. Uh, has a lot more 9 out of 10. I hate all of you. Everybody out there. Everybody in here. Uh, 2086. <laughs> Did I say that? You literally said 2086. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. That's left. Oh, God. I hope somebody listens to this in 2086. That's what I hope it's dug up. Oh, son of a bitch. We're still oh, going to be recording then. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> let's just try to. Okay, let's try to wrap it up. Everybody take a turn. What order would you put them in? 2016 and on. Out of those five. Okay, you know what? I'm going to take 86, 2016, 76, 2006, 96 would be my last. Okay, I'm going to say, and this is really hard. I should know my 1986. I've been watching the movies and looking at the list. But, Brandon, why don't you go? Can you go? Yeah, I can go. And I'm going to do it based on the total body since you guys made some good points. And, uh... The only problem is I didn't haven't seen a ton of the 76 films. You know, I've seen the big ones. So I'm going to go 2016, then 86, then 96, 70. No, then, yeah, then 96 and 76, then 2006. I'm with you. I agree with them. Okay. And I did it based on, like, if I was, because I know we were arguing at the beginning. If I was going by my top favorite films from them, if I had a handful of films from each one, the, the order would have been different. And I might have to uh, switch my last two up, to be honest. I think I put 96 last and 2006 before it. I might have to switch them. Okay. All right. Hope that answers your question, guys. Okay. Cool. In a very now, long-winded, fucked-up way. Well, Man, 2086 <laughs> even made the list there for a while. As usual. <laughs> I yeah. see the future, and it is bright. 2026, you know? <laughs> They're all in there. The okay. Witch 12. <laughs> email. We only have one email official email and this is from chris no who was talking to us earlier the trivia master yeah, giving us, yeah tough questions yeah so here it is check it out oh no we actually have two because pardon me the other one that i sent you guys that, that yes. picture so two of them but let's okay we're on chris no now we'll get to him hey guys i'm not sure if you have done this already but what about an episode devoted entirely to italian horror films past and present giallo all the way baby i mean galileo sorry um <laughs> I'm thinking even more specifically a list of yours and fans' favorite Mario Bava films. I loved Black Sunday, Blood and Black Lace, and Black Sabbath. Those films are totally worth discussing. Anyways, it would be cool to have an Italian horror film discussion. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, so, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thanks. We should do that show. Yes. You guys uh, agree? I'm down, down for it. I think it's interesting that he even brought up uh, Mario Bava, because, you know, of the big three, he's the one I'm not least, yeah, yeah, least familiar with, I guess. So, like, most of his films that I've seen, I've only seen once. In fact, his name's going to come up later in something else we discuss. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. Best father but... directors? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what he's saying. You know, know what, what I'm talking saying. about. I do, because it's coming for me, too. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but in terms of the uh, covering giallos on a broader spectrum, I think it would be a good idea to even do a show maybe a few weeks out of our big slasher one because we've had so much trouble deciding whether, we're, whether we were going to even include giallos as slashers, and we ultimately decided not to because it was just too overwhelming. Because of moods. 
because of moods. That's true. Because the other Canadian. So not enough. We got to listen to one Canadian. Now we got two. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> we should pimp them, by the way. We should listen. If you want to know about Italian directors, 22 shots of moods and horror the last two years in the month of November. They've yeah. done director spotlights for Argeno, Fulci, Bava, uh, Solvay, a couple others. How many? But a good amount. Yeah, they did Sergio Martino. Right. Go to their back catalog and check them out because they, yeah. they have a lot on there. And Moods knows more about uh, that than, than we do. I yeah, mean, Moods, Moods and Derek are freaking encyclopedias of knowledge with that. I mean, right. JP knows his stuff too, but... Not Giallo, though. Not no, G- when right. it comes to Giallo, like, that's, that's Moods' thing. Yep. And, uh, and, and Derek, too. And I, I, I'm a Giallo fan, but it's like it's mostly Argeno and maybe another 20 other ones that I've seen. Yeah, and you and know what it is? It. There's so much great stuff out there that, that we haven't seen. There's right. just so much. There is. There so, is. Yep. Yeah, check, so, check, those, check those episodes out. So we'll do it. We'll do, we'll do something. We'll have to do a special episode. But somebody requested it. Maybe we'll each bring a Jallo to the table that maybe we've never seen before. That are Cherry. Like recommended Cherry Jallo. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my joke, you bastard. I was going to be like, lemon lime. Lemon lime. Cherry Jallo and yogurt hosers. <laughs> what a show. That's a new name of the podcast. <laughs> Okay, so we will plan something. So thank you, Chris. We'll definitely do that. Okay, here we go. Uh, Jim K. sent me a message on Facebook. It's actually two questions, but maybe one of you guys can answer this. But he says, hey, Dave, I just finished watching Dead Mary, and I don't know if I was in a good mood or what, but it was a pretty cool movie. It's a cross between Cabin Fever and The Thing. Just wondering if you had seen it and what your thoughts were. Not only have I not seen it, but I have not seen it. Not (laughs) not only... (laughs) It's, an old, it's a joke. From <laughs> not only have I not seen it, but I never even heard of it. So take I it away. It came out, I believe it came out in 2007. I have not seen it, so I can't answer the question, but okay. I will check it out and get back to you on it. Cliffhanger! I've not seen it either. on episode 2086. <laughs> what, what a bunch of fucking assholes, eh? That's what I got to deal with on a week bi weekly basis. Christian, you see it? You see it? No, I haven't. I looked it up. It, it sounded pretty interesting. Is it 2007? I believe it, yeah. Well, yeah, 2007. We're, doing it, we're doing that 2007 show uh, with Watson. So That's right, yeah. I believe, I'm believe i pretty sure it's 2007. I'm not sure if it counts as like a 2006, a 2007, or a 2008, but I'm oh. pretty sure it said 2007. You know how it gets crazy with the release dates. but True. And we got Christian here, you know. He'll somehow That's make it that it hasn't come out yet. Right. <laughs> it's very true. Not dropping to 2086. <laughs> okay, all right. So we'll, we'll have to see that eventually. Okay, now, all right, it's an interesting topic for the show. Mood movies slash nostalgia slash people's reviews and how they affect your viewing. One viewing, you could be so into something, and another time, it could be torture to watch. Other pods have mentioned the topic, but no one has really explored it deeper. Maybe would be something interesting to tackle. So basically, he's saying that Dead Mary, he was, it was maybe his mood that night. But it affected, you know, his opinion on the movie. And it's then... always going to be like that. It's, your mood definitely plays plays a yeah. part. Every sure. single movie I watch, I have to be in the mood to watch. That's why I'm a big fan of horror comedies because those tend to be the types of films where if I find it on, no matter what mood I'm in, it'll stay on. Like if Shaun of the Dead's on, I'll put it on. If Serbian film is on all the time, which obviously it's not, but 
I'm not going to sit down and watch that every time it's on. You got to be in a certain mindset to subject yourself to that kind of torture. Like the same way you were talking about Megan is missing. Those types of films. They're great yeah. films. If I was to throw it mm -hmm. on right now, I'm not in the mood to watch that. I'm not going to enjoy it. Sure. So it, do it does. And the same thing with nostalgia. I mean, obviously, look, we just went over 86, 96, all that. I think nostalgia is playing a huge part in, in why you guys love 86 so much. It's a good True. year. Don't get me True. wrong. I like it. But I, I you know, I was still young. I, I didn't get into horror till a couple of years later, till probably late 80s, like 88, 89. So my first movies were later 80s and even 90s. But I admit the 90s as a whole was super weak, even though it had its few strong films. In terms of people's reviews, I'll just say this. I really have never been let down or or surprised at a movie based on based on somebody else's review it's never affected me really yeah i mean because you you said you love don't breathe and i didn't not love it because your review was too high of it right right because i saw it after the fact i just happened not to like it oh yeah right okay I get but that. but I, I didn't feel like you let me down by overhyping it or anything yeah no i get that hell i've come down on like friday the 13th movies Saying like, you know, oh, God, part three's irking me this time. I, I'm just not into it. I, I just beginning, it's boring the shit out of me when they're, yeah. when they're, uh, he's trying to get Harold and whatever. And then I, I was like, you know what? It, I just wasn't into it this time. It just depends on my mood. Like I watched yeah. three yeah. for our third year anniversary show for TJF 13. Plug. The reality is loved it. I thought it was great. Like I did the first time I saw it, but I go back and forth on that one. The most yeah. out of, uh, out of all the earlier ones. That's the one I go back and forth on the most. It's Chris. It's, it's Chris. <laughs> it's a disco theme at the beginning. It's just a lot of things. That, the fact that ah, we won't get into that. You know, turn this whole thing into Friday the 13th. But I think Brandon nailed it. I think it just depends. That's why I jerk off before every movie. Just clear, <laughs> clear my head right out. And that's probably why I yeah. fall asleep during half of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Nostalgia is big, of course. It's huge. And for me... I never fall out of it. And, of course, I'm going to go back to Friday the 13th because I'm a fanboy as Christian is. I, the ones I love, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm fine to watch it any time of day. They're almost, they're like, um, they're comfort movies. You know, I could, I could put them on any time. And it, not just Friday the 13th, of course, but other movies that I grew up with. Uh, more so than anything. You know, like, even The Neon Demon, which I love, the thing about a movie like that is, there's a certain mood I want to be in to watch it. It isn't that I'm not always in the mood to watch it, but there is a certain mood that I, that I want to feel to say, oh, I'm excited to watch The Neon Demon tonight because yeah. sometimes it's just better than others. You know what I mean? So, yeah, mood mood definitely affects it. And it's like you said about, you know, a real serious movie like Serbian film. No. Like if I have friends over, I don't want to watch that either. It depends on who I'm with on top of it. When your friends are over, you want to watch a feel-good movie a lot. Sometimes it's good to watch a serious horror movie if they're serious horror fans. That's good, too. But it depends on who I'm with. If I'm alone, anything goes, but that's, it's all about mood. But nostalgia always, always carries me. Like, I can watch a stupid 80s slasher anytime that I like and have fun with it. I'll have more fun with my friends around, but, you know, nostalgia is just way too high for someone like me. It, it's... And I freely admit that. And that's why when somebody was talking about – somebody put a poll up in, in uh, Moods in, in 23 Shots group page about Scream or Halloween or something or other. I forgot what it was. But a lot of people were weighing in for Scream, and I, I said being a smartass. But, you know, I'm not 
I'm being a smart ass, but I'm doing it lovingly. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying, oh, looks like we have a lot of 90s kids here. Because I think that 90s kids feel differently about Scream than we do. That's just yeah. the way I feel. You know what I mean? I'm not knocking them for it because put on Friday the 13th Part 2, and I'm going to you know, drool over that and say it's better than almost any slasher where another you know a kid that was born later is going to look at it and say it's stupid. I'm, so, one, of those pe- I'm one of those people that's very big on Scream. Because I was I was sixteen, I'm I'm a little younger. I'm I was sixteen when it came out, and to me, it's like, it's so iconic and so nostalgic because it, I remember it as actually saving the genre. Like that, (sighs) I like literally like that's how I remember it. Like, oh, Wes Craven is releasing this movie, is getting so much buzz, and all of a sudden, horrors like reborn. If you remember correctly, it actually didn't do very well the first week, or it, it, it built momentum. And it, yeah. I went and saw it opening night because I went and saw every, it was the time frame where I went and saw every horror film that hit the theater opening night. Leprechaun, Dr. Giggles, it didn't fucking matter. Popcorn, we saw, I saw them all at that particular point in time in my life. Uh, and so I went, I loved it immediately. And I think that and the Star Wars movies end up being like some of the, like the movie I've seen the most in the theater. Multiple times in the theater. I think it's not five times, four or five times in the theater. The first scream. I, yeah. So I knew it was something special. And I and by the point, by the second and third time, the, it had, had generated that buzz and was getting that following. And it was split with horror fans. It was really split with horror fans because some people were saying it was the, the second coming. It was rejuvenating horror. And others were going, this is fucking Bush League, fucking WB kids and sanitized horror and all this. So I saw both arguments, but I still thought it was kick-ass. And I thought he did, yeah. you know, a, a great job in doing it. But I can't let the, go of the fact that I grew up with Halloween and Friday the 13th. Right. So I hold Halloween and Friday the 13th to a higher regard. Otherwise, they wouldn't be playing half the fucking movie in the soundtrack of Halloween in the movie Scream. <laughs> well, right. certain scenes are playing out. That was a whole send up. So obviously they realize. I know that was the whole point of it, but I'm just saying Halloween is the granddaddy. I know you even uttered the words might be the most overrated movie ever. Brandon, last show or two shows ago or whenever it was. And... It's not. And Friday the 13th has just as much hate because even at the time, Friday the 13th was a quick, a quick Jack sort of horror film that some people, it split horror fans. It really did at the time. But it yeah. stands from a slasher standpoint, they, they're part of the classics, the first few. Damn straight. And I think Scream, like I love Scream. I, I will give it credit, but I don't think I give it as much as like you do, Brandon. I, was, I guess I, I, I was in my 20s when it came out. I guess I was 22 when it came out. Scream. We did the show. We did the 96 show. I gave the movie its props. I said it's a 10 out of 10. I loved it. I didn't watch it for a while. But when I sit and watch that movie, I think it's fantastic. However, at the time, this is what I remember. I haven't seen a good slasher in a very long time. And when Scream came out, that's what I said. I'm like, man, I haven't seen a great slasher like this in years. I'm so happy it came back. But, but, (laughs) let me scale it down. It did not rejuvenate the horror genre or slashers because pretty much what followed was shit. And by the time 99 came around, the little hope that I got in 96 from Scream was gone. And I didn't watch horror for like three years. It was a dark time for the rebellion. I was down. I was just watching old school horror. I wasn't watching anything new. 
I liked some of the knockoff slashers, to be honest. And we, I mean, we can go on a tangent. I liked, I liked Urban Legend. I liked Urban Legend Final Cut. And I liked Valentine, which might pop up later in the show again. Like, I actually think Valentine is very underrated as, it, that plays out like more like an early 80s slasher movie than some of yeah, the other yes ones. Yes, it does. I agree with the twist and everything else and the way it's up and the yeah. mystery of it. Absolutely. But one more thing about Scream. The thing that makes me smile the most when I watch Scream, Scream ear to ear is when the Halloween stuff comes on. And all, and yeah. it's always taken me from the first time I saw it. And that's like the best part is when all that's – and he starts talking about prom nights. It's funny, right? Yeah. Now, it's like the conversation we had last week. It's like the last show. Without Halloween – Scream isn't as great as it is because it doesn't exist because of that, the existence of Halloween and the slasher period. Absolutely. So yeah. it was a callback to those movies, which made me smile ear to ear. Granted, it was a, it was a well-made film and it was awesome stuff going on. But if those others didn't exist and it didn't have those to call back on, it may not have hit the heights it did. And what it did was great, but the, all, everything became old hat. What's the word people use? Uh, self-referential uh, awareness, self-awareness. That got real old hat. They still do it now, and it's like way played out. So Scream as itself, awesome. What it spawned and everything else, maybe not so awesome. So to me, that's why when we do our, our, our top 50 slashers, I'll sum it up with that, Scream is not going to finish, even though it's a 10 out of 10. It's not going to finish along the likes of a Halloween and a Friday because it's just not. But... Yeah, well, Whatever. that's why it's our 50 favorite slashers, not 50 best slashers. And Dave, Scream's, just... also, Scream's also a 10 out of 10 because it's a really, yeah. just a perfectly made film. I love Scream. Yeah. I just, without Halloween, Scream wouldn't have been as great, though. That's all I'm saying. It's just part of the plot that wouldn't exist if there wasn't John Carpenter and, and, and things like that happening. And I love Halloween. I just think, I just think not growing up with Michael Myers. I grew up with Freddy and Jason and didn't get into Michael Myers till later. So I, it's not that I, and I, I I know I used the word overhype, but I'm still I'm still saying I rate Halloween between a nine and a ten anyway, so it's it's not I'm not I'm not hating on the film. No, I I know. Uh, okay. I mean it's it's pro- it could be a ten. I haven't I haven't watched it in a little in a while, but you know right now I could safely say I would I'd have no problem giving it right now a nine and a half. What's that? Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Oh, good. Glad, glad to yeah. Hear. Yeah. So it's it's not like when I'm when I'm saying overhype, I just mean in terms of the pedestal it's put on. Understood. Understood. And that's kind of what I feel happens with with Scream from the 90s kids. Yeah, it does. Same thing. It yeah. goes both ways. So, again, yeah. it's nostalgia. It's just like Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of voicemails and then we're, we're out of here. Now, check it out. Check it out. And that review we that have, we have to do. <laughs> yeah, and something else. Yeah, I know. We'll get to it. Then we're out of here. Um, we have two first-time callers for voicemails. So, here's the first one. Yo, what's up, exploding head motherfuckers? Um, this is Dan Chase here. Uh, first time caller, first time listener as well. Um, I just want to tell you guys how much you've been kicking ass on the show. Um, I've been trying to catch up on some episodes. Uh, I still got quite a few to go here, but uh, definitely like what I'm hearing, man. Yeah, you guys are really good together. Just want to give you guys props on that. Obviously, Dave, I know. And by the way, Dave, you're up next week. Cut to the chase, buddy. Don't think you're getting out of that one. It's happening. I'm going to make you watch a non-horror movie. And uh, that was actually my question for uh, 
for the other two guys, um, Brandon and Christian, I wondered if, and forgive me too, because I haven't listened to every single episode, so, um, you know, forgive me if I, if I missed this part, but uh, I just didn't know if you guys had any, had any other hobbies or interests outside of uh, horror, you know, what kind of stuff you guys are into, whether it's sports, video games, whatever, um, pocket pool, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, that, that was uh, my first question. Second question is, I want to know if you motherfuckers planned on or have seen Split. I wanted to get you guys' opinion on that. Definitely like to hear that. And, uh, and yeah, that's basically it. Like I said, um, interest outside of horror, definitely want to know that. Dave, I won't even ask that because I know you're the horror guy. <laughs> Try and get Dave to watch anything out of horror. He just ain't happening. But I will do it on my show. I'm going to get him to do it. So, uh, hey, good job, you guys. You guys rock. Dave, I'll talk to you next week, buddy. Have a good show. Happy birthday to me. Oh, dude, I watched that movie the other day, by the way. That movie's fucking sick. There's one of the creepiest lines in a movie. That's that that kind of doubles as the title as well. So um, yeah, I was thinking about that scene the other day, and uh, you guys got me all amped to uh, to kind of watch that again. So I might I might even do that. Oh, and by the way, thank you for the recommendations on uh, on your best of the year lists lists plural because you guys have like five ten of them, and uh, a lot of those I hadn't heard of. So I definitely got a uh, nice little reading list now thanks to you guys. So anyways. Well, thank you, Sir Chase. Thank you That's for the, cutting to the chase. He's the man. <laughs> yep, Dan Chase, the, the new and returning third host on the Skeleton Crew. So, glad to have you back, buddy. They're like okay, the Jeffersons. So. They're moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> they got it. Uh, they got it. Now. I'm kidding. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. <laughs> so, Split we're going to cover in a minute. We're going to do our triple R's, and then that'll be on there. So... What else did Dan ask us about? Hobbies. Ask you guys about. I, I like to make movies, goofy movies. That's that'd yeah. be it. I love, love music, but I don't play it. I just love listening to it. Metal, rock. I like every genre for the most part. Not a huge country fan, but I I will listen to it. I respect anybody that can play an instrument or that can sing. Yeah, I respect that too. I can't do either of those, and I tried playing guitar. I suck at it. <laughs> I was a professional golfer but I don't play that much anymore. Hey, I didn't even know that. Did you know that about yeah. that? I was a profession- yeah, I was a teaching pro. Ooh. Back when I was younger, that was, one of my, that was one of the things my parents wanted me to pursue was professional golf. I awesome. almost like moved to Florida or California to pursue playing professionally. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow, so, you learned something. So I, I'm, oh, I'm still big into the sport. I just haven't played as much over the last five, six years. I'm big into boxing as well. I don't box, but I like boxing. Obviously, I like to work out since that's what I basically do for a living is train people. Uh, yeah. In terms of non-horror stuff, I love non-horror movies. I'm very, I always joke around people. I don't know if they know I'm serious, but I love musicals. That's okay. That, I can respect that. They're... Christian, what was that? Oh, no, no. I, I, something was on my uh, screen. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were trying to like, I thought you were trying to shush me. Like, yeah. with, like, like no, sorry, man. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Musicals. No. Musicals. Stop talking. Yeah. We got yeah, Mr. La La Land here. No, actually, I have no desire to see La La Land. I have to see it. Oh, my daughter said it was amazing. She loved it. 
Really? Uh, okay. I'm hearing, I'm hearing very obviously it's getting all the praise with with the award seasons and stuff, but I'm hearing very mixed reviews on it. So my dad was we'll into see. all old movies. He loved musicals too. So I'm. I, I mean, I grew up. I grew up with them. I'm not a huge musical fan. The, the two that I would say that I watched were like over and over, like more than once would be like Singing in the Rain. I actually love that movie. And yeah. on on the town, that's the one with the okay. three sailors. New York, New York. Yeah. Everybody knows that hey. fucking one. Yeah. Does nice. Mary Poppins count as a musical? Yeah. yeah. yeah Shoddy one. <laughs> I like that though. Pete's Dragon and those old school Disney movies that had that had musical numbers in them and shit like that. Mary Poppins and a handful of others. I liked those when I was young. That's cool stuff. Do they make musicals anymore? Does that exist? Oh, like yeah. few and far between. La La Land, uh, like Moulin Rouge. Like it's like new wave, like, Chicago. Like, like they did, uh, you know, movie versions of, of Phantom, Les Mis, Rent. Obviously you got Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm not huge on the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I prefer Hedvig and the Angry Inch, which I think is, which is actually one of my favorite movies, period. The Angry Inch, you said? Hedvig and the Angry Inch. My nickname in high school. No, it's not Inch. Isn't it Itch? Like you're scratching your itch? That's the Angry Inch. Are you serious? All these years I thought it was Hedwig and the Angry Itch and it's Inch? It's about a guy who had a botched trans... A box... Uh, now I'm choking out. Had a botched sex change operation. Wow. Oh, Angry Inch. So they're literally talking about an inch on his penis? No, he had his penis removed, but the vagina didn't take. It was just a mound of flesh that was an inch long. And it was what? angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that movie's about? It's like a rock opera. It's so fucking good. The soundtrack to that is amazing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Because when I used to work at, at a video store, it was like right around that time that movie came out and a lot of people were into it. It and came I, out like I'll, 2000, I think. Yeah. That's when I was yeah, doing 90, it. Yeah. 99, 2000, I think it came that's, out. Wow. That's what I thought. I, I thought it was angry itch all these years. <laughs> I never would have heard about it until I went to went to film school for a summer to do screenwriting and uh one of the kids was from south africa and he happened to be gay not that there's anything wrong with that <laughs> but right. but it is it, it it's it's a gay interest film i mean it really right. is so I, I, I never would have heard of it cool wow that, that's our musical talk for this week all right yep. <laughs> thanks dan yeah we're gonna talk about uh split in a few minutes so yeah and cut to the chase i'm gonna be on there he's making me watch a non-horror movie i forgot what it was but I'm making him watch Neon Demon, so <laughs> there, there you have it. You don't watch anything on horror, Dave? No, I watch some. Yeah, Star Wars, uh, Goodfellas, things. You know, just ninety-five percent of what I watch is horror. I'd oh say. God! Since I started, we started this podcast back up. Carrie's like my wife's, but like you're not interested in anything except for horror films. I'm like, that's not entirely true. You know, Star Wars. I know, what you're, I know what you're saying. I feel like I haven't had time to watch anything non horror But that's, uh, but that's what's been happening. I find that that's yeah. exactly it. Unless I'm with watching something with my wife or kids now, it seems like right. it's horror, 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 horror. Horror. My daughter. <laughs> horror. My daughter's into horror now. So, horror. Yeah. Horror. Right. The stroke okay. out show, man. <laughs> next email. Pardon me. Next voicemail. First time caller. Hey guys, big fan. North of the border. Um, living in Canada, just a quick question for you. Did you guys have stage yeah. I'm not sure. You ever watched The Littlest Vampire, a show from the 80s? It was a Canadian-German uh, partnership television series. It was really weird. A lot of goth music. It was actually pretty creepy. Just curious if any of you guys ever uh, got to check that out. Anyways, keep up the good work, and uh, I'll keep listening. Thanks, guys. All right. Hey, did he say his name? No, but I will tell you his name because I was speaking to him via Messenger 
okay. right before we came on. And I told him we were recording tonight, and he sent it because he was he's a fan of the Skeleton Crew, and he called to say, you know, wish me condolences about everything with the Skeleton Crew. Anyway, his, his name is Reagan. So that's Reagan from Canada. Like The Exorcist? Yeah, like The Exorcist, correct. Awesome. <laughs> I've never seen The Littlest Vampire. I've seen The Littlest wow. Hobo. The Littlest Vampire? I've never saw it. I've seen The no. Littlest Penis when uh, Christian went to the bathroom. Oh. But, uh... <laughs> Had we in the angry inch? Yeah, yeah I don't know why you're standing inch. in front of it, but he's standing right in front of the. <laughs> his mouth is work? my toilet. Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> Bam! No, the littlest vampire. You said it was from the eighties. Yeah, never heard of it. I never even it. heard of it, and it was wow. a TV show. TV show from the eighties. That's what the man said. Man, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm Do we gonna need to play the voicemail again for you. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he from again? What was his name? Nah, no, I never saw that. Did you see it, Dave? No, never even heard of it. I've Jesus. heard of Littlest Hobo, but I don't know what it is. But no, I haven't. Littlest so Vampire. Littlest Vampire. Canadian yeah. German, he said? Yeah, weird, huh? Canadians yeah. and Germans. Scheiße. I didn't know. Scheiße. <laughs> What's that all about? Scheiße. Hey, you shit my boot. What's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's an oh, actual wait, line from the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let me, uh, if you want Check to it. be featured on the show, like you just heard voicemails, the phone number is 702-625-2224. That's 702-625-2224. Call and leave us a voicemail. We will play and react on the show. And if you want to send us an email, it's explodingheadshorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Okay, now, we still got a little more to do. Can we rattle off these movies that we need to see and never have? We discussed this a little while ago, before the year-end show or on the year-end show. One-time watches or never seen? Or movies we've never seen. Can we rattle off our lists and then... I I can rattle off. Go ahead. All right, I'm just going to rattle off the entire list of films, and some of these I've seen once, and some of these I haven't seen. Obviously, the first one I'm going to say is Death Court Service, which I've seen once, but I actually want to see it again because I want to give it a legitimate rating. <laughs> wow. Bride okay. of Frankenstein, never saw it. Bram Stoker's Dracula, never saw it. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978, been a long time. The Old Dark House, 1932, never saw it. I put down pretty much all of Mario Bava's films I've either seen once or haven't seen them. Lake Mungo, Night of the Hunter, Quaidon. The original Vanishing from 1988, Spore Loose. I love the remake, and the original, they say, is just way above, but I've never seen it. The Devils by Ken Russell. Eraserhead, which I originally did not like, the one and only time I saw it. Cat People, the original. And one we'll actually be covering that I've never seen. I'm embarrassed to say this. That's why I put it last on the list, but Slaughter High. Ah, not for long. Yeah. Hey, man, it was last year was the first time I watched it, and I... I've only watched, I've watched it twice now. Okay. And that was another one I put off. I don't know what it was. The cover art, just never. I was never interested in seeing it. Yeah, I got. I got. Well, we'll obviously be covering it soon. So. Yeah, we're we're covering it for April Fools, right? So yeah. we'll, we'll be covering, and for the '86 show, it'll come up, of course. Christian, what do you got? You know what? I got. I got, admittedly, I uh, I fucked up on this. This is the one that I I didn't write my list down properly for. But just talking, uh, just hearing out. I'll, uh-huh. I said, you know what, this is for another challenge in the show, but The Descent. 
I have to watch The Descent again because I did not like that film. Uh, and I, I seem to be in a, in a huge minority here. I, I just, you know, I went on a rant about it. I just found that, like, it was, I think the praise was up here, which is, I'm, I'm putting my hand very high. And <laughs> I, I was like, I was dumbfounded when I was watching. I'm like, what is the, what is the attraction of this movie? I thought the backstory was was lazy and it didn't, unfocused and it didn't really go anywhere with it. I thought the monsters were kind of just been there, done that, and I didn't find it really scary or I, I just didn't see what everybody was going on. And I don't think I'm a Neil Marshall fan because then I went and watched some of his other films and I wasn't a big fan of his other films. Hmm. So I, I, I guess it's just me, but I'll, I'll have to give The Descent another try. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't think I've actually watched that movie yet. I've, I've seen Only... snippets, little pieces here and there. I, th- I think I'm the same way with you. I don't think I've seen it in one sitting. Yeah. Oh, see, <laughs> hold on. The only way to see that movie is in a theater. Otherwise, don't even bother. It's an experience. It's not so much the movie as it is the experience of going to the movie. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, and there's a lot of, you know, when I go back and I look, there's a lot of slasher movies that I thought I had checked off my list that I haven't seen from... You know, the earlier years, like Killer Workout, Killer Party, Bloody New Year. I haven't seen these films. I thought I had, but I haven't. So for a slasher film, I was really looking forward to checking some of these movies out that I hadn't seen before. Nice. Well, this is the year to do with all the slashers. Exactly. Okay. All right. I hope someone's writing this stuff down because we're going to make sure you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My list is a little long. Okay, I'll tell you this. There's a lot that I've intentionally not watched. Intentionally. And that's why that's why I haven't watched them. That's it. They've been in front of me. They've been there in the 80s and VHS boxes, everything. I did not like the look of the box. Wasn't interested in the movie. Did not watch it. Okay? Ugly box. If Dave doesn't you, like the look of a box, he's out of it. That's right. I'm damn good. There's not one person better <laughs> at, at telling how good a movie's going to be by the box art. It's a lost art that I learned in the 80s that still applies for today. <laughs> You had a master in the '80s who was teaching you this. It's like, all right, I, I, I taught him five boxes. <laughs> I was the master. I'm telling you, man. I don't brag much, but about that, I, I think I'm pretty good. But anyway, this is what I ignored in the '80s, and I have to watch some this year because of this list and because it's '86. So, Chopping Mall, The Hitcher. What? Okay. Oh my gosh, that's a good uh, one. I right? thought it was yeah. a, Dave doesn't like a thriller. Wowzers. Road games? Yeah. I'll add road games to your list from last time. Sorry. I shouldn't be talking. That's quite but you, didn't, no, you said fine. you hadn't seen it. <laughs> Chud. Never saw Chud. As far as not liking the way they looked, that's probably it. There's others that I haven't seen at all because of fear, kind of. Castle Freak. You know I don't like freaks. <laughs> uh, Eraserhead. It reminds me too much of another David Lynch black and white movie that shall not be named because that's like I'm afraid of that movie. Uh, God, it's it's tormented me since I was a child. Anyway, it's um, great great movie though. Doctor Balchinian. <laughs> oh stop! That's why it's all because of that movie that I can't look at anything straight up. Dress to Kill, one of your favorites. I've never seen what? Dress to Kill. Really? Never saw Dress to Kill. Uh, I've never seen The Dead Zone. Ooh. Uh, I know. I've seen a Ooh. little bit of it. My father was watching it. it. Just looked like too much dialogue and too boring to me. It so was on his that. underrated list and on my Canadian uh, Canadiana list. Download my episode. Watched. You know the number two and three solo cast, Dave? <laughs> the ones you want to make us feel good. <laughs> okay. I'll throw a phone. <laughs> Early Cronenberg. I haven't seen Rabid or Shivers either. 
Wow. So, you know what, though? You're not alone with that one. And those ones feel a little bit more dated. But going back and revisiting them, I love them. Like, they're, they're, they're quick paced, too. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a lot of cool movies to check out this year and challenge each other with. Oh, for sure. And I, I'll tell you what. Okay, here's what else I got. Um, the Burbs. That's not really horror, but it seems like every horror fan has seen it. I just No, I don't think I've seen The Burbs. I, st- I feel I should see it. It's just like a movie everyone's seen, right? Everyone we know yeah. has seen that movie. You know? It's Did you just say element. The Help? No, I was about to say Hellboy. Haven't seen Hellboy. Oh, I thought you said The Help. <laughs> the help. No, haven't seen Hellboy. Haven't seen Altered States. <laughs> help. Haven't seen the faculty. A lot of people like that movie. Oh, yeah. Robert Rodriguez. That's out of the theaters. It's worth a watch. Yeah. It has that scream look that everything had at that time. That kind of pissed me off with the floating head. Oh, every, yeah, the poster is generic as shit, but the movie, the movie has a couple of surprises. Yeah. Okay. It's actually a pretty decent movie. I'll check it out. The devil's backbone. Haven't seen that one. Good film. Uh, Don't look now. I haven't seen Don't Look Now. A lot of oh, people see. Fucking movie. See it. I would get. I always get Don't Look Now and Dressed to Kill confused. I don't know why, but I, I always have. But then I haven't watched either of them. Uh, let's see. Blood and Black Lace. Back to the Baba thing. Mm-hmm, haven't seen yeah. it. Really want to see it. And these movies, I have. Um, here's a, three movies that I have ignored because I don't like the name of them because I'm a fucking weirdo. Um, <laughs> Attack the Block. Attack the Block sounds like um, like a dance movie to me. Like I could see like a bunch of dance troops like, we're going to attack the block. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted, I, you're fucking up everything there. I don't know what you did. The whole room shifted. It's like you had an earthquake yeah, over there. Sounds like you pulled a muscle. <laughs> yeah. I stepped on the ground. Attack, attack the Block. The block. A lot of people were praising that movie. It's not that great. It's kind of a culty type hit. But check it out. I guess check it out. But it's. You're not missing yeah, I much. Saw, I saw it once. It, it was it was okay. I don't really remember it that well. I hear it talked about on podcasts a lot, so I figured it's something I should see. Oh, well, the dude yeah. does. Doesn't it sound like a dance movie? Attack I can't think. Yeah, it does. Like one group on step this up. side and one group on yeah, like step just, off. Step just, up six, step attack off. the block. <laughs> step off. Even his dance movies are angry. His dance movies are going, step off. Step off. Step, step off. off. I'm about to attack the block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, uh, the devil rides out. I, I, it just sounds like a stupid name. I always picture like a a, ho- a red devil with horns and a pitchfork, like riding on a horse. <laughs> just like devil rides you're, out. You're very simple and literal sometimes. That's some of these movies would be like, must be like torture. You're like the devil rides out. <laughs> what the fuck is he riding out on? I'm a simple guy. I just picture him sitting on a horse. It just bothered me. How was that scary? The devil how riding that, out. How is that not awesome? A devil riding a horse. Ah, it's like a cartoon. I don't know. It just, I don't know. And here's <laughs> one. Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, uh, Brian De Palma like... again, man. Yeah, I, I like that. It is a bit, it's a bit goofier. It's a bit goofier done in his, but it's still, uh, he's such, it's got such a visual style to him that I love. I'll watch it. It's a Phantom I, of the yeah. Opera knockoff. I'm good yeah. at watching it. That's why we're got doing got Brian it. Williams in it. I don't like the name. It shouldn't. It should be the the word "the" shouldn't be there. It should just be called "Phantom of Paradise." Well, it's the, the paradise is the is the place where he's the, the Phantom. Yeah, the of. theater. The and paradise. It's got, is girl, it. it's got your girl Jessica Harper in it. Oh, does it? Yeah. Does well, it's it called really? Phantom of the Opera, not Phantom of Opera. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but doesn't Phantom of Paradise just flow better than Phantom of the Paradise? How about you just watch Phantom of the Mall? 
I <laughs> love <laughs> Phantom of the Mall. <laughs> that's, a, that's a, kind of a sad movie. Because Paulie Shore's in it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I feel Eric. Here's a couple I have to watch again. Drag Me to Hell, because I went to the theater, and I, it started off great, and I was expecting it to be straight horror, and then it got goofy comedy. In the it's Evil Dead half. 2, man. It's Evil Dead 2. Go in with Evil I, Dead 2 in your mind now. Because I said the same thing. I was cursing the movie when I first right. saw it. And so I, have you watched it since? Oh, I've watched it five times since, because I know this sounds right. horrible. But I put it on and my because my son was really young, and I didn't think he was going to pick up on anything, and he just sat there stone faced watching it with me, and I'm like, oh, I'm the worst father ever. But then he just turned me, turned to me, and whether this makes me the worst father ever or the best father, he just goes, "You shamed me," <laughs> and I lost my shit. I'm like, that's my son. <laughs> You sh- he just turned to me and goes, you shamed me. And now that we just, every now and then now, we'll just break in, we'll be in the car. And I'll just turn to him and go, you shamed me. And he starts laughing. <laughs> That's not so If bad. my it's wife, my wife found out that I showed him that, she lost her shit. She was not happy with me at all. That and Army of Darkness, she wasn't happy with me at all. But uh, hey, I, I said, Ash is a superhero. Yeah. He's like, now he, I told you this one. He says, I want to watch the movie with the guy with the seesaw in his hand. <laughs> seesaw. Sorry, I just stole your thunder again because I'm a talkative asshole. You're okay. Someone has to be. That's fine. Yeah, so I'm going to watch it now knowing what to expect. You know what I mean? Now I know it's going to be goofy and everyone likes it. Maybe I'll really enjoy the movie now. So there you go. Um, zombie. Lucio Fulci's zombie. Never wanted. I, I always... I, I, People are going to think I'm crazy, but when I was a kid, and not just me, I didn't go to the video stores alone. People agreed with me. I thought that the zombie on the box cover looked cheap. I didn't like the way it looked. Uh, Finally, I never watched it until the internet age, maybe 15 years ago. I said, okay, I'll watch it. I'm trying to watch everything. And I liked it. I guess I just never had the yearning to go back and watch it. So I think I should give it another watch. That's all. There with you, man. People put it up yeah. on a pedestal as well. I think it's yeah. good. I, I remember thinking it was good, and I think I've watched it once. So I'll, I'll rewatch. We'll do a rewatch show. We just reviewed it. I, I did the Fulci show with the 22 Shots guy, and that was uh, right. that was one we reviewed. I mean, I think very highly of it. I think I gave it an eight and a half, but everybody else, I think, gave it tens. Oh, I don't remember you even talking on that show. Sure. Oh, okay. I really like, we've talked about this in passing on the show as well, <laughs> the Beyond is probably his standout for Ooh. me, and I love oh, yeah. uh, City of the Living Dead. And um, yeah, I've always I've always been a City of the Living Dead slightly above the Beyond person, which is an unpopular opinion. But but I like the whole Gates of Hell trilogy. House by the Cemetery is part of that as well, right? That's the yeah House by yeah. Cemetery is the third. Yeah. yeah, cool. And then of course cool. Cat okay. in the Brain. But anyway, yeah, yeah, Cat yeah. in the Brain. I just got two more. Dead Alive. Dead Alive, I've talked shit about it. I've seen it. I grew up on Bad Taste and loved it when I was a kid. I watched Dead Alive and liked some of it, but most of it was too much like Monty Python to me. It was real goofy comedy that did not belong in horror. And it's put on this big pedestal. And I've kind of rebelled. You love, you love it. I love it. It's fucking awesome. But it's but you got to go if you want straight horror, you're going to be fucking pissed off and disappointed. But if you go in with that mindset of like a splatter tune, like a live action cartoon that's just gory as shit, it, it's a fun movie, man. Like he, I'm gonna he pulls have to, no punches. It just. I gotta go back now that I know what to expect. But the first time it was just like, oh, me mother. 
I don't know. It's just oh, it did it and the big fat thing at the end and the thing and then then the zombie baby. It just got it was just got too ridiculous. You talking about Dawn of the Dead remake now? Oh jeez, no, no. I I prefer Dawn of the Dead remake to Dead Alive, but maybe not after I watch Dead Alive again. In the final movie, it's not. I don't know if it's really horror, but everybody cites this movie and talks about it, and I always hear about it on horror podcasts, and it always comes up. It's Deliverance. I've never seen Deliverance. Gonna, oh gonna wow! That, yeah, you got to check that out too. Again, horror in the like it started the probably a lot of the backwoods horror movie style of films. Like I mean, there's a lot of ones. Hunter's Blood. I think you brought that up, Brandon. Maybe on your show, or, or maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, mistaken. Ritual, rituals. Rituals is the one rituals. that I watched as well. Based. Well, you said yeah. it was on yours, and then I realized it had part of the Canadian history to it as well. But yeah. there's a bunch of them. There's Hunter's Blood that came out of that. There's yeah. Southern Comfort. There's a lot of these sort of like uh, like a niche of these movies that kind of fit that mold that even go more in the horror realm. But yeah, check it out for sure, man. That's a great film. I definitely will. Everybody talks about it. Oh, I, I know the squeal like a pig and you got a pretty mouth. And I hear it and hear it over and over. I'm like, well, maybe I should see this Thank movie. you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. For noticing but, my pretty mouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That thing you were doing before. Yeah, it was very pretty. Yeah. It was my ghouly Muppet impersonation. <laughs> yes, the ghouly Muppet is back. Hey, ghouly Muppet. Okay, let's take one more break, then come back and, and fly through our triple R's and our review and get the hell out of here. Sound good? Bada boosh. All right, back from break. Uh, you've heard us mention a few times the, the, the triple R. This is what we're calling our, our new segment. It's something we've been doing right along. It's basically when we talk about... Uh, new movies last year it was 2016 of course now it's 2017 so this is when we're just going to talk a little bit about the 2017 movies we see or anything that pertains to the show like the slashers for the big slasher show or you know a Canadian movie for Christian a found footage movie for me a a hidden gem for Brandon or anything off our our challenge list we have all these things going on so this is going to be triple R round robin reviews we're each going to take five, talk a little bit about it, give a rating or or a recommendation if it's a slasher because we want to uh, not what not not show our hand before the big slasher show, right? That sound right, Brandon? You think that's yes. the way? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> good good idea. See Brandon staying around, guys. He's he's loaded with good ideas. A couple. So of who wants to start? Go ahead. Who wants to start? I'll start. Go ahead. Shoot. I I'm gonna cheat right off the bat. I think I'll start the segment off with a cheat. I'm going to combine two first-time watch slasher films that had both have beautiful Arrow editions, and that's Mutilator from 1984 and Blood Rage from 1987. Two slashers that definitely fall in that category of, like, so bad it's good. I do think the, the Mutilator is a little bit more entertaining. It definitely has, to me, has better kills, more mean-spirited kills. And I, I kind of like the setup for it. It's kind of funny that, you know, this this young guy he accidentally kills his mom. And then his father turns out to be a crazed craze man years later and is hunting him and his friends down. And I, I would definitely recommend this film. It was a first-time watch for me. Pleasantly surprised. Blood Rage was from 1987. And I got to say, the guy who played the lead did it really well. You would actually think there were actually twins playing this role because he, he played both parts really well. I feel like there was more serious tones in this film i never i don't think they ever really went went with any of them but overall the killings were the killings were okay 
it, it wasn't as as gory as I would have liked it to be, but really? I, I did I did enjoy the ending. So I mean, both are recommend. I give a slight edge for the Mutilator. Huh. I've watched Which the was... Mutilator a couple of times. Blood Rage I've never seen, so I'm I'm interested in checking that out. I I have a feeling a lot of people probably will prefer Blood Rage. But I don't know. I, I, I found the Mutilator, it had a certain charm because even though, it, and I was talking to Dave about this, even though it's uh, so bad it's good, like, you, you got the impression they were genuinely trying to make a good slasher film. I, I'm recanting my statement on the Mutilator because I, I, I've also rewatched it recently. And uh, here's what happened. I saw it when I was young, like the rest of them, forgot what it was, and then... Saw it again. I got a bootleg copy years ago because you couldn't get it anywhere. And yeah. I, I, I got it years ago, but I didn't want to watch it by myself. I was still in Vegas at the time. I wanted to watch it with my buddies. So I waited till I moved back home. And the beginning was so ridiculous that I watched mm-hmm. the first couple minutes. And I said, this movie is going to be so bad it's good. So I'm going to watch it with them. So if you remember the way it starts with the kids, the way his father was acting made no sense. Oh, it was crazy. Right? Yeah, he, he lost it. He snapped. Yeah, so I thought the whole what, movie was... Immediately, given his... I was going to say, what, what, a, what, a, what a birthday gift. Let me clean your guns, Father. <laughs> Ridiculous. But, I didn't mean to shoot mommy. Right, and the way the father just kind of walked and didn't say a word and then slapped him. I, I thought, that's yeah. hysterical. Right, so I watched the first two minutes when I first got it, and I said, I'm going to save this for my friends because this looks like it's going to be so bad it's good. So I went into that movie watching it one night, and... Turns out there were some so bad it's good moments, but I remember at the end of it, but I forgot that this happened. By the end of it, we were like, you know what? That was actually pretty good. But I forgot that happened because I rewatched it again by myself recently for the Slasher Show and prep, you know, like you. And I watched it, different experience. I enjoyed it. The, there was good kills in the movie. Yeah. And that's what you need to make a good Slasher, straight up. That helps a lot. So I recant my statement. The movie is not so bad it's good, I don't think. I think it's there's some cheesy moments, but I think it's a quality sh- slasher. So I recommend that. Blood Rage, I've always liked, and I have always liked the kills. So I think you and I are going to differ on that. One kill in particular always stands out when you see half the guy's head. That thing. You know what I'm talking about or no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good kill. I, I, you yeah, know, yeah. Just to me, the, the kill that stood out between the two was the, the fish hook kill with the, in the mutilator or the, yeah, the big fishing hook. That was such like a mean-spirited kill. I was like, oh, this, yeah. it seems like something from uh, My Bloody Valentine or something. Right on. Good stuff. So I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Christian, yeah. of course, you're going to see that this year. So All mine are 2017, except for the one found footage. I'm going to start low and move up. So this movie was actually – that was the second one I saw for this year. But it's called Firstborn. It's from the U.K., now, I, it's been a month since I saw this, so I'm just kind of, I'm just going to tell you, I'm just reading what my notes say here. I don't remember a whole lot. Uh, but I know there's a there's there's a, a real attractive mother. She's, I remember that. And um, <laughs> she she gets pregnant. And um, Is it her first the, child? Yeah, first born. I didn't oh, even see the movie, and uh, I just figured out. See, it I forgot what I was even, the name of the movie was. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, the, the, the parents are both kind of somber. And then after the, after the birth, she's having issues with her body. And then this guy calls his dad, and he doesn't want to call him because he's an occultist apparently, and he's estranged from him. And he uh, just problems with this child. 
and they want to see what's going on with this kid. And then he ends up having to have a daily ceremony. Otherwise, things are going to happen with this kid. And I forgot exactly what was going on with the kid, but it was some weird shit. So uh, there can't be any faces on the toys that he owns. Actually, a good setup and interesting stuff. Some of the CG even looks good. Ultimately, it ends up being average. Uh, I wish they did more with what the ideas they presented because it kind of started off good, but then just it got really generic in the second half. So Firstborn, for me, gets a 5.5 out of 10. All right. I'm going to talk about uh, The Girl with All the Gifts, ah. 2017. I really enjoyed how this movie started. I, it was really intriguing how it, it, it sort of opens up with these kids sort of locked up in a containment unit. I'm not going to spoil this movie, but you're going to notice this right out of the gate when you watch the movie. This is the first couple of minutes of the movie. And then the movie slowly starts falling apart. <laughs> ah. I still I still like the movie. But what I mean by this is like it's a fairly long film, first off. And I would say the first half of the movie is far superior to the second half of the movie. And kind of like what a lot of people, although totally different movies, kind of like what a lot of people complained about with um, Danny Boyle's uh, 28 Days Later in the last act. I think a lot of people are going to feel similar or have a similar complaint with the last act of uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. Without giving anything away, I just found that the setup is great uh, and you're going along with the ride. And once they have to sort of hit the road and get moving, uh, the, you're, you're like you said, you're along for the ride at that point. But then the movie just starts stalling. And before it even gets to the, the, the last act, you're, you're kind of like going... Okay, get on with it. And then there's really no great payoff, in my opinion. The first part of it, though, the acting is so strong. The visuals in this are so strong. The effects work is great. So it's definitely a recommend, but just with the knowledge that the ending falls flat. You know what? That's the same thing Mood said when we talked about it the other day in chat. I don't know if you saw that or not, oh, but he said the same thing. I didn't actually. <laughs> he said the same thing that it got that the second half he wasn't into and it started great and he lost interest. Same basic thing you're saying. And That's actually hilarious. I, yeah, I didn't even see that. <laughs> these Canadians think alike. Yeah. Uh, I had a. I was fine with the movie, honestly. Uh, at the beginning, it was I thought it started a little slow because I didn't understand the gifted children, the military, and then when it got it unfolded, I was like, okay, it got better. What I liked was the whole the human zombie mix, the, the, a new concept of what's going on with that, very original and very cool. And then usually I'm not into all that action zombie stuff, but after they get out and then they discover the plants, and then they, when they have that big stare down, not stare down, that big face off in the end with the girl and the other I thought oh that was that really was cool. laugh inducing man oh, my wife and what? I were laughing laugh well they're growling at you they're growling at each other Brandon when you see the movie you tell me if you don't start laughing at that scene I'll uh, wow. check this one out soon dude <laughs> the whole thing with the vaccine and, and what's going on there and there's like new things in the mythology there's some good like stuff it. no there's some good stuff it just it just the second half is weak in comparison. Wow, it falls okay. off. Uh, yeah. What's your what's your rating? I, I still like maybe this is going to come in at a high based on how I sound, but I still give it a seven out of ten. Shit, I it's, gave it an eight and a half. <laughs> well, there you go. Wow. But you liked it better than I did. Obviously, I'm just saying. I did. 
But I still said I it was a recommend. Like that first half is strong. And I'm like I said, you're there for the ride. And then and then it just starts grinding gears a little bit. And then it starts getting a silly, ter- silly territory. And when I, when I look at my wife during a movie, she looks back at me. And we just kind of like, oh, what the fuck happened? I know that I'm, it's not just me then. Huh. Well, I, like I said, you said the same thing. And Mood said that as well. So I don't know. The way I look at it, I think that this is going to be the train to Busan of 2017. That, that That's what I think. That it's going to be a zombie movie that everybody likes. But... Remains to be seen. I don't know, and yeah. I'm, I'm I'm surprised. And Brandon hasn't seen it, so you got nothing, right? No, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll check it out for next show. Right now. All right, what you got, homie? All right, I'm gonna talk about one more slasher film, and then the rest will be 2017 films. Again, another first time watch, and I feel so guilty about saying first time watches because I've owned these films for so long. Because I'll buy the new editions when they come out. But curtains, just for some reason, I kept putting it off and putting it off. Not. Because I didn't want to see it, but just kept putting it off. I'm and curious about Canadian. this. Canadian. I loved this film. Wow, okay. I loved it. Oh. I loved it. It's so wacky and crazy. I love the setting. I love the the mask is awesome. It is. I mean, I knew about the mask because I've seen, obviously, like some of the uh, some of the clips from it. But the I, I love the whole – yeah, the skating. Oh, that's where yeah. it looks yeah. the most ridiculous, though. Actually, it does look ridiculous, but it's still such. It's still terrifying in broad daylight. Um, I just I love the whole setup for it. You know, this, they're sort of like at this remote mansion auditioning for this role. It, it's a little weird at the beginning. You know, the whole filmmaker and his muse, and they they go through this whole plot to have her committed to a mental institution to really study the role. But I kind of liked it. It was just wacky enough that it was actually enjoyable. And then it, it had some good twists to it. The kills were okay, decent, but, but the atmosphere of the film was really good. And I like that we had, um, what's her name, who was one of the girls who played uh, Claire in Black Christmas. Oh, a Canadian. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what her name is, but. Right. Yeah, Rocking Chair. First kill. Oh, okay. All right. She was one of the leads in Curtains. I loved it, man. I loved the setting, loved the little twists. The end was great. Pleasant surprise. Really, really highly recommend Curtains. Nice. Highly recommend. Christian, cool. you yeah. like it that much too? Uh, I've watched Curtains twice in my whole life. I was going to watch it again for this for our slasher year because I always found it kind of middling. And I didn't watch it for my Canadian show. I, I, I rewatch it for the Canadian uh, podcast. I, I talked about it. I didn't realize it was plagued with so many production problems. Yeah. As well, uh, which has interested me in going back to see it. I remember it having atmosphere. I remember enjoying the atm- certain the atmospheres. Terrific. Yeah, and I remember enjoying certain scenes. I was probably hovering under a six out of ten. So I'm okay, interested see, I, in seeing I, it again. Yeah, I'll give my grade for it. I actually came in at a seven point five. Cool. All right. And, and that's a high recommend for me because I really. For me, I was just expecting another six out of ten. The mutilator and blood rage were were those were those six and a half range. So I mean, I know I'm spoiling right now, but I won't, <laughs> I won't do this for future slashers. It just just so you get an idea, you know, those were about six and a halfs each. And uh, curtains, I just really thoroughly enjoyed. I'll tell you, I've seen it twice also. Once in my childhood, and I didn't remember what it was, and then. I, it was kind of pimped up for a while in the internet age, and you, I was seeing that skating scene, and people really liked it. And then I ended up uh, buying a copy, yeah. and I watched it maybe three years ago, 
And maybe it's what our, our friend Jim K asked us earlier about mood or something. And, you know, but I remember when I finished watching it, I was mostly bored. I was like, this is a real slow moving thing. Not much is going on. It, it, it was kind of like a giallo, but without the cop involvement, but boring. Like, yes. Really but, slow moving. Well, minus the boring part, it's definitely like a giallo in terms of its atmosphere and its mood. And I, right. I, I kind of like that. It's not. It's definitely not a traditional 80s slasher, in right. the sense that it's just one kill after another. You know, but it's got but it's got some it's got some really pleasant twists to it that that, that I like. Yeah, some maybe some surprises. I may have been expecting a typical 80s slasher because yeah. you know, of when it was made, and that maybe that figured into my expectations. But of course, I'm watching it this year for the show. Yeah. So now 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 I'm kind of a little bit excited to watch it again. Typically, I would have said that the other movies you mentioned. Those would be the high recommends, and this would barely be a recommend. But now, now my interest has been peaked again, so I'll be watching it soon. But yeah, I'm always weird with my ratings. I always come come in with some unpopular opinions sometimes. But well, I, I got some unpopular opinions. I enjoyed all three of them, though. I recommend them all, but I highly recommend Curtains if you haven't seen it. Oh, uh, you know, I'll be checking it out. Cool. Okay, here's another one for me. Uh, like I said, I'm going in order of rating. So this is another one that's kind of low, but it's called in 2017. It's called Eloise. Lady Eloise. <laughs> another another interesting concept. There was the there was this big thing called Eloise, and it was all all these mental hospitals hooked up together. Now this is again, it's been like at least three weeks since I saw this, so my memory isn't as good because that that's how it is written. Sorry. Is there a hot mom in it? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't have a note that says hot mom, so the answer's <laughs> gonna be no. My note says only four stand. Inhumane treatment at asylum. Fire in nineteen eighty two. So only four stand. Uh it was a fire in eighty two. A, oh, a lot of people crawling around. <laughs> <laughs> no no no. We're okay. Now I'm remembering. <laughs> only four were standing. <laughs> oh gee. Only four buildings stand. That's what it was. Oh okay. Um, this guy, this guy's aunt passes away, and he needs proof of it to get his inheritance. And he has no money. He's just a, this guy he needs money. He has to go to this place called Eloise, this this old asylum, to get her death record. Problem is, because of the fire, they never, she was never actually found. So he has to go to this asylum to get, you know, documents proving that there's the death certificate that she's dead. So he goes there, and it's not as easy as he thought it was going to be because of the fire and their sealed records, and it's a time constraint. It might take six months in courts and all this stuff. So he ends up he's back in his old, old hometown. So he goes back to this place, and he hooks up with an old friend of his who also happens to need some money, and he says, hey, this is what's going on. He's like, hey, why don't we break into this asylum? And then maybe we can get in. They meet some guy online that knows a lot about this asylum, but he's a little bit slow. He's almost like an idiot savant type guy. And they had already met his sister who happened to be their bartender when they were in the bar talking about this thing. So <laughs> a lot a lot of things are a little bit contrived here. But bottom line is they go into this place. Uh, and also I forgot to say that the, the brother, the autistic guy and his sister, their mother used to work at this Eloise and she went into work and never came back one day. So... This kid thinks that his mother's still there. The, uh, the girl thinks that, you know, she probably just flew the coop or whatever. So they break in. They're looking for ghosts. Things happen. Ghosts actually do appear. Then it gets a little bit crazy where it gets really contrived because people are connected in ways they shouldn't be. And the ghosts suddenly appear in a time travel type thing. And 
there's some cool things. Ultimately, again, in the second half, they just kind of drop the ball. And it's another movie that's another five and a half out of ten. So there you go. Eloise. I haven't seen it. And I, it doesn't sound like I'm going to see it if it's just a five and a half. This is what we're trying to do, right? Try, right. The goal is to try to watch. Well, I do this every year. You guys go in a fucking craze of <laughs> movie watching, and then I just pick the ones that I should be watching. Hey, no, we're helping each other out this year. We're not going to be. I'm not going to be right. hitting no crazy number because now I know Eloise <laughs> and uh, Firstborn. Listen, no. There's. I'm going to watch eight movies a month from 2017. That equals two a week. That equals how many a year? Twelve times eight would be ninety-six. Yeah, Even that's too yeah, much. Yeah, definitely 96. Eloise. Eloise. <laughs> Even yeah, that's definitely too Eloise. <laughs> okay, how about seven a month? How many would yeah, seven yeah, a month Yeah, definitely be? seven. Ten would be 70 movies, and then added uh, 84. 84. So that's my goal. Seven movies a month of 2017. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll do my other 2017 watch, and then I'll, I'll jump to the rest of slashers for me. But uh, the other one was Split. And I think we're going to be split on a decision here for sure. We've already kind of talked about it a little bit. I've prefaced this. I, I may have even said this on the show. I think I said this last week. I know I said it to Brandon earlier tonight. My my vote for this, to me right now, this stands as my Don't Breathe of 2017. I was thoroughly disappointed. Like, I was looking forward to Don't Breathe so much. I was looking forward to Split so much. And it was very <laughs> disappointing. But I'm in the minority here. My wife thinks I was just in a horrible mood. So here, bringing it back to that mood thing because she loved it, thought it was great. I still praise the fact that I think the main actor, I forget his name. You guys know his name. McAvoy? Yeah. James McAvoy. He did did a a decent job. He did a really good job. I mean, he did what he could do there. Uh, There's going to be some overacting just because of the fact that he's playing all these different personalities. And I think he overacted in certain areas, but I, I think it was okay to do because of the, the scenario and the situation. However, the movie itself, I didn't like the way it played out. Uh, I was just underwhelmed. I was in a bad mood because I just was like, I don't care. Get to the end. Oh my God, this is the end. And then at the very, very end, I'm like, oh shit, that was super cool. The very last part that people that some people are arguing is what makes everybody love the movie. No, I'm saying I didn't like anything before it, but that little last part of it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But it didn't make me love the movie. I just think so that was like a cool the, idea. Like, okay, so you like the the end, but the not little the little the tag on ending, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and so again, it, this is a difficult movie. It kind of comes in exactly where Don't Breathe came in for me, so I give it a six out of ten. Wow. You're right. It is the don't breathe again because I feel strongly as I did about don't breathe. <laughs> so you're right. I'm with you. For this movie, just like don't breathe, I was engaged from start to finish where I was completely into the movie and it was suspenseful and I couldn't wait to see what was going to happen next. But McAvoy's performance to me was amazing. It's Oscar worthy. Incredible. All those parts, imagine having to, to, to do to, – research and to do all that studying for all those parts like he blew me away even his facial features you could tell what he was doing each time and of course Anya Taylor-Joy she was awesome again as well I loved her Uh, I was completely engaged in this movie from start to finish a a great concept and it it really blew me away and the thing at the end was cool but, but for me everyone's making a big 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 deal about it For me, it was just like, oh, that's cool, but I'm not making a big deal out of it. 
maybe I don't remember something from some other movie that I'm forgetting. Maybe someone's supposed to be at large and he's presumed dead. And now because they're being shown, it's supposed to make a difference. I don't remember. All I know is that I saw him. I was like, oh, that's cool. But I took it. <laughs> I didn't take it as a big deal. I took it as like when you see the Evil Dead remake and at the end of the credits, you see freaking Ash go groovy. I, I, I just took it as a, a little thing, a little nod, something cool to show. People are saying this is going to happen, and they're bringing two worlds together, and a sequel's going to happen, and this and that and that. I don't they're see not, any of they're not. They're not bringing two worlds together. They're basically saying two stories exist in the same world, and here comes a trilogy. Hi, guys. This is, uh, this is 90-year-old Christian talking. I just I – just, <laughs> I, I just don't know this movie. It just, I, it just didn't do much for me. And I don't know, but my nine-year-old never talked like that. My fucking five-year-old doesn't talk like that, but that's okay because that's his nine-year-old. That was his nine-year-old voice. And, and I want to punch myself when I talk like that, but that's, that's how he came across when he did his nine-year-old. You look so angry. I was laughing at you because I thought you looked so angry just sitting there while Dave was talking about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this McAvoy dude blew me away. Did he? I don't know. Did I like blow the you away? <laughs> I'm going to do the rest of the show with that, that voice. Wasn't, that wasn't James McAvoy. That was his friend Ron McAvoy that he saw the movie with. That guy blew him while he was watching it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. How about Brandon? <laughs> How about that guy that was just like Brandon? That guy Barry. He reminded me of Brandon from the first time I saw him until every time I saw him. I haven't seen it yet, but he must have been phenomenal. You gotta, you gotta see because I, I like M Night, and I feel like he's the most overly criticized director. Whether or not I love this film or not, I like him. And uh, was it you who was criticizing the fact that he makes it, puts himself in every one of his movies? I mean, that's just a nod to like Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Somebody that, else but. mentioned it, and I thought it was, and I, and I just kind of said, yeah, I go, I could do without it. It's a little bit silly, but whatever. Oh, I don't care about that. That's fine. Like Hitchcock did it. And that's fine. He right. had little bit roles. That's. I don't yeah, care people, about that. People, people got crazy with it a little bit in Lady in the Water because he gave himself this role where he was like the Messiah, basically. <laughs> what? Dude, you'll I'll like it. I gotta, yeah, I've got to check it out. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to watching it. You're going to like it because what happens when it goes from one thing, when it becomes something else, where it goes into a different direction, I'm like, wow, so cool because the idea of that happening makes it horrific. I'm like, wow, I wasn't expecting that to happen. I was expecting it to be psychological. Then it goes off into something else, and I don't want to spoil anything. But I thought that was really cool. And, uh, man, there's something else that, that I'm neglecting to say about this movie that I really liked, and it was on the tip of my tongue, and I forgot. But I'll tell you what. The credits. Uh, it's, it's, I'll tell you something, dude. <laughs> to me, again, it's like Don't Breathe. It, it, to me, it, it's my favorite movie I've seen so far this year in, in the horror Whatever genre you want to call this movie, it's horror, but is it? But whatever. It's 9 out of 10 for me. Bam. He's got his top 10 almost done already. I might have two more coming up. Firstborn, whatever. Split, Girl with All the Gifts. <laughs> it's something. All right, is it my turn? Yes. Okay, first 2017 watch. Don't Knock Twice. A mother desperate to reconnect with her troubled daughter becomes embroiled in the urban legend of a demonic witch. Uh, this one has Katie Sackhoff and Lucy Boynton in it. And obviously we're all fans of Lucy Boynton because we pretty much blew February. And the pretty thing that lives in the house last year. And she was in both of those. And Katie Sackhoff, she's great. But this movie just it felt very cliched and generic. I thought 
it had some good mythology with the witch. Some people were saying it was a little hard to follow, and I can get why they conceded at I can see that at some points, but for the most part, I kind of like the mythology of it. But it, it ultimately fell flat for me. I felt like the twist, while not outright predictable, could only have been one of a few things, given that it didn't seem to have enough characters to film. The film introduces characters, and then all of a sudden they disappear for like the, the whole length of the movie, and then they show back up in the last two seconds. And mm. I felt like they did that just to kind of give you some added twists. It just felt very paint by number, but they could have really done a lot more with this film. To me, it's extremely average. I give it a five out of 10. I do recommend giving it a watch though, because I do think there is a good movie within the movie they presented. All right. Within the idea. I haven't... Okay, I'll, I'll I... check it out. The things that were good in it, I really liked, but overall it was just like, and Dave, you mentioned that you didn't like the, even the look of it. And even the look of the cover art is just very, yeah generic and, yeah, yeah it, it is a big turnoff and it, it is kind of like that with a little bit with um cgi and stuff like that but but the story itself there's there's some good parts to it what's the rating again i, I just gave it a five out of ten it was just okay. very very indifferent about it okay maybe i'll get to it i don't know i don't know all right now my next two are, are, are movies that i'm gonna i know for a fact i'm coming in higher than everybody else's so far this year on these movies so the first one is called The Snare. Man, this is about a couple. They go to this empty apartment complex. And um, I think it's because uh, somebody's relative or something owns it. Maybe the girl's father or maybe the guy's father. I forgot what it was. It's, it's been a while. So they go to this place or it's an empty hotel that's only open a certain time of year. And um, there's this girl. She's the lead. Her name is Alice. And, pardon me. Alice is the lead. She's the third wheel. The couple goes and she goes along with them. Uh, it appears that she has some issues with her father in, in the beginning when it starts because her father's in the room with her and she's like, who's coming over? And her friends are coming and she's like changing and like he comes in and, and she's like staying away from him. She just seems like they have a very strange, 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 strained relationship. And um, yes, the one girl, her friend who's with the guy, her father's a realtor. They're going to this this empty hotel or apartment complex, which I forget which what it, what it was. But the guy's kind of an asshole, the boyfriend. Um, but the girl was real happy with him. He, he kind of makes the other girl, our lead girl, Alice, uncomfortable with the way he talks to her and certain things he does. And it's not always in front of her friend. So it's a little weird. But as far as the horror goes, they end up getting trapped in this elevator. This elevator won't work. And they get out of the elevator. The apartment's locked up for the winter. So the elevator gets stuck on the floor they're on, and these people can't get out. And meanwhile, this girl's having scary dreams. A lot of this movie is a tribute to The Shining. So, of course, that's going to help me out. But there, in this movie, there, there are a couple effective jump scares that work on me. And it doesn't usually happen, but when they do, i got to give them props. Uh, there's good musical cues, much like The Shining. Uh, there is some Shining tribute stuff going on here. Um, there's some strange shit going on. She has this journal that she, 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 you see her writing, and it gets more crazy as it goes on. Uh, she sees some trauma. She relives some trauma. I'm not going to give anything away. It, it goes in a real crazy direction in the third act. It's not what you expect. And 
ultimately the way it ends, I was like, at first, when I walked away from the movie, I was like, eh, I wish they didn't do that. And then the and I was going to give it like a 7 out of 10. Then the next day I was thinking about this movie and I thought about it. I said, you know what? This is actually scarier if it's not what I initially thought. And again, I can't get into it, but it's a situation where if I was getting into spoilers, I could say that, you know what? That makes it worse because somebody thinks that they're getting away with something when in actuality the evil force is playing with them. They're not really getting away with anything, and that makes it that more scary. So I can't say too much about it, but I've been coming in higher than everybody else, so I'm going to recommend it. I'm going to say my score is 8 out of 10. You may watch it and not feel this way, but it really struck me, and, and I really enjoyed it. So that's Dave, so Dave, 2017 better than 2016 so far? <laughs> it's off to a good start and i'm glad for it no i'm glad you're having I, actually the snare is one i do want to check out based on your recommendation please do i'd like to hear really what you do. think about it i, I think really you do. might like it it's kind of yeah. artsy too so i think you might um, dig it. no i definitely it's on the list yeah how many more are we doing two right okay yeah. so then uh mine is going to be a first time slasher in quotations watch uh because it's called shadows run black it's actually from 86. I know we said we're going to avoid that, but it was a first-time watch for me, and it's a slasher movie, so I'm going to talk about it. It's a by-the-numbers slasher. It almost looks like it was made by pornographers. Every woman gets undressed in this movie first. So for anybody that's just interested in that, A, it's on YouTube, full feature. B, all the nudies and tech. You see tits, you see bush, you see everything. And, it's, and so yes. from that regard, if you like movies like that, Boom, this is going to be right up your alley. From a slasher standpoint, it's god-fucking-awful. <laughs> it's actually more of a cop detective movie, more notorious for the fact that it's... I don't know if you know about Sizzle Beach USA, Kevin Costner, his first movie. Well, this was his second movie that he's in. He's a secondary character in it, uh, and he's not very good in it as well. Uh, but this is... If you want to see him uh, you know, pre-Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, then... Check out Shadows Run Black. Uh, <laughs> it it's not much of a mystery, but it plays out like a mystery. The acting's fairly bad. The women all get naked. There's a couple of stabs and stuff, uh, but it's it's not really all that exciting. It's so you're, it's like sorority house massacre, is what you're saying. You know what? I and again, I'm gonna what? That's at '86 as well. I have to rewatch it because I've watched that movie once, and it was way long ago when I was like probably 18, 19. So this one I never watched, and I would say that this is, uh, I didn't actually give it a number rating because I thought we were going to save it. You know, there's going to be completists out there that want to see everything. So it's a recommend for those that want to see every slasher movie or that love nudity. <laughs> Otherwise, you could skip it. Fucking hate nudity. <laughs> yeah, your own nudity. I know that. <laughs> I just. <laughs> well, you, get, you get a lot of bush. Yeah. We've got Bush. Blonde and brown. I love Gavin Rosdale. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Wait, talking about Bush, right? Yeah, we're talking about breathing, Bush. Yeah. Breathing, breathing. <laughs> yeah, George W. Yeah, him too. Why, did, why didn't you do that during your solo cast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's the light of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, don't breathe. <laughs> Fuck you both. Oh, 
And with that, I'm going right into my next film. Came out in 2016, but it's going to count for 2017 because it had a very tiny release. And that's The Love Witch. Oh, I'm a love witch. I've been hearing this a lot lately, and I I can't wait to see the movie. Uh, You know, it's it's a modern-day witch who uses her basically her spells and her love magic to get men to fall in love with her and then ultimately winds up killing them when they either don't reciprocate the love or can't handle the love they feel for her. She becomes like almost bored with it. And it's it's very stylized. It looks like it takes place in the 60s or 70s. The set pieces and the the cinematography is phenomenal. It was shot on 35 millimeter. It looks awesome. The lead actress who gets naked in this too, she's fucking stunning. She's terrific in it. Mm, nice. It's actually directed by a woman and it's it's a feminist it's a feminist filmmaker, cool. and so it, it, you know, it's 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 got a lot of you know undertones with with, you know, how men can't handle love and love can ultimately kill them. Their own feelings, strong feelings of love towards women, and how women kind of almost feel like they have to fit this sort of stereotype to to be worthy of love. It, it, it's an interesting movie. I, I felt like it runs a little long. It is about two hours long. And it run, it runs pretty much two hours. Hmm. What else did I write about this? So it film? feels two hours, is what you're saying? It it looks so nice that honestly, yeah. It, it says here that she basically uses the figure of the witch as a metaphor for women in general, as both an embodiment of men's fears of women, and of women's own innate powers of intuition. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the story basically takes place with this woman. She's she's fleeing. She's on the run because her husband died of a drug overdose, and she ends up in this town and starts seducing men, and they start dying there. And you know, it's just basically one failed, you know, attempt at love after another. And there's just there could have been more depth to the story, but the look of this film really just saves it so much. I know people were given this such high grades last year those who saw it i saw people giving it nines and tens and nine and a halfs and super high grades i can't come in that high because I, I wanted more substance to the story i felt like it, it almost became a little too comical too satirical at times mm. i would have liked it played a little bit more straightforward but ultimately definitely worth checking out i, I give it a, a solid seven out of ten cool i am looking forward to checking that out yeah, yeah me too and honestly, okay. it might it might be a film I check out again too because m- maybe you know a commentary or something w- will help me because obviously you know maybe some of the some of the tones of the film and subtext was missed on me the first time. I'm looking forward to it, man. A lot of people yeah. have been liking it. I just saw someone the other day give it a nine and a half. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a ten out of ten for for the look and for this lead actress. She's 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 stunning and she's she was great in it. All right. Okay. Now, here's another one. I feel that I, I know. I know that I'm coming in higher than everybody else. The funny thing is, the lead up to it made me feel like I wasn't going to like it. And this was one of my most anticipated movies this year. I've been talking about it since last year. We finally got it released. It was only on Shutter. But if you know anything about me, you know that I'm going to be into this movie. And, and it's uh, Sadako versus Kayako. Sadako Kayako. Listen, (laughs) I kept hearing people say it was fun. And when I think of Juan and when I think of Ringu, fun is not the word. 
I want to hear. I don't I'm think ha- fun. I don't think no, I'm fun. They're serious, scary movies, man. It's not. But when I hear fun, every, here, here's the deal. When I hear the word, every time I don't like a movie because it's too goofy to me, people say it's fun. Like, like Dead Alive. Like movies that I don't like, they just get Jack Frost. Just stupid, silly, goofy movies that I that I don't like, but everyone try, tries to make me feel bad. Say, yeah. oh, that's a fun movie. What are you talking like about? If, like, if we said, uh, like if we said Bukaki Party to Christian, he'd be like, oh, fun. <laughs> or Mandingo Party. Right. Fun. Tasty. <laughs> The oh, soup shit. kitchen. Fun. <laughs> so, breathe yeah. in, breathe out. <laughs> yes. Sadako and Kayako really exceeded everything I thought. All the good things about the Juan series and the Ringu actually were in this movie. I three separate occasions I got spooked out where I where I I, I was like, oh shit, or, or oh my god, <laughs> or, oh fuck. Like three times it happened. It doesn't happen to me. Much. We had the it happened. <laughs> that makes oh, sh- Where you like? Oh shit! Oh fuck! Oh, that, my. Seriously, that's my reaction. Sitting in this room watching that's the movie. Awesome. Like, oh man! You know, things happen that genuinely spook me out. It does not happen easy. I mean, the the Juwan series does do that, and that's why clutching I hold his, it. What? Clutching his chest. Yeah, your heart. Dude. Your heart's on the other side, you know. <laughs> I have no heart. I have no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. This was what I wanted it to be because I don't like versus movies anyway. I never liked the idea of a versus movie. It's never been my thing. Don't care. I always think they're stupid ideas. So another what thing, about, I go ahead. I was gonna say, what about Kramer versus Kramer? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that might be my favorite versus movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but, Brady versus uh, Jason, Sadako versus Kayako, and Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> Alien versus Predator. Triple oh. feature of hell. <laughs> I'm not into that idea, and I didn't want to see a movie with these two fighting the whole time. So it ended up being what I wanted it to be in that respect as well, where they didn't really face off until the, the closing moments. And I was fine with it. Other people were pissed, like, oh, I didn't even fight till the end. I'm like, good. I don't want to see them fight. I don't care. I want to see everything. I don't. I wanted Kayako to win because I love her. But aside from that, I didn't have an interest. I just wanted to see hopefully a good movie involving these two legendary characters from Japan in the movie and have the movies feel like a Juan or a Ringu. And that's what happened. Outside of the part, let me just tell you, it opens like a Juan. It immediately turns into like a Ringu, so you get both feels. Uh, it, it gets Ringu for a while because th- these people go and they get a videotape. <laughs> it gets Ringu and... for a while. <laughs> yeah, it gets Ringu. Yeah. <laughs> the old Ringu. Yeah. <laughs> It, it gets you know, it's real Ringu like for a Step while. into the Ringu. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should have said when she was fighting Kayako. Step into the Ringu. Beetle? Ringu star. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Oh shit. So, girl needs to transfer something from videotape, parents' old wedding stuff from one tape to another, or she has to transfer from a. A, a, a videotape to a DVD. Either way, she needs to get a VHS, VCR. So she goes to a thrift stop, store, gets the, the VCR. The cursed tape happens to be in there. There's a good setup in the beginning of urban legends and this and that, and they talk about the cursed tape and, and different, the slip mouth woman and things like that in Japan. So they have a nice lead up to it, and they change a little thing. It's two days instead of seven. So when they watch the movie, not only does the movie not look the same, it's, it's short and it's different, and it's only two days, so the mythologies play with different, but I didn't let that affect me. 
It was it rings. They were watching rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, the 15-minute ring. The one I got, right. I won't get too deep into the the whole plot of it, but, man, I wish I could do a full review on this movie. I, I, I enjoyed it. All, and it's funny because all the names from the previous movies were used in here, I think, as tribute. Because they're not the same characters, but, like, characters named from those series were thrown in. Maybe they're common names in Japan. But that's something I think... <laughs> Mitsubishi, yeah. Toshiba? Uh, I'm sorry, Toshiba. Dave. I keep derailing Dave. Dave's on a, like a roll. No, no, like, I was, gonna, I I was actually going to ask you a question. What Was it hard to follow in terms of the characters? No, not Cause at all. Because I know a lot of people make that complaint with, with the grudge. The grudge, like, honestly. The grudge he, hops. I understand why. Yeah, yeah, okay. Past, present, future, and they hop. No, this is is in order. That, that okay. all, all that's fine. It's, it's Like I said, it's more Ringu, where it's in order. The structure is yeah. normal. Very you know? Raisin-esque. Raisin. Yeah, Raisin. Right, exactly. Very good. <laughs> it's not <yeah>. Raisin? <laughs> raisin that? It's very oh, Raisin. <laughs> oh, man. You guys. The thing about this movie, the, the the casting was really good. Kayako and, and Toshio, they looked good. They looked a lot like the originals were in some of the later Juans and in, in, in the, the like Grudge 3, the American, this and that, that they were using the same ones for a while. And then they were using ones that like the boy looked too old. You know, it just didn't work. The casting was perfect for all these people involved. There's, a, I, I won't say too much because you guys are, Having been having too much fun with me, so <laughs> there's there's a little bit of un- unnecessary CGI. Um, there's a couple surprising deaths. The only thing that's a little bit weird is that there's this guy. You know the guy from Battle Royal, the old guy that not the old guy, but the the oldest guy who survived the first Battle Royal, and he's there in the second. You know what I'm talking about? Battle Royale. Battle Royale, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The guy that survived the initial one. He's in two. He's at the end. He's he's taller than everybody else. Anyway, mm-hmm. he he has okay. He has a role in this movie, and he has a the guy from girl. Death Note, the the, the main I, guy from Part One who survives with the girlfriend in, in Battle Royale. No, he was a, he was a he, he doesn't have a girlfriend. He was the guy that survived the original Battle Royale, and he came back voluntarily for the second oh, one. He's about, oh, okay. He's on the boat about, with them at the end of the first yes, one. Him. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's taller than everybody else. He it looks like he hasn't aged a bit. I was like, I had to look him up, and it was him. But yeah. he was in the movie. And um, he had this sidekick, this blind girl, and they were like the paranormal investigators. And some of the things they did were like a little bit quirky and goofy to a degree. But aside from that, there was no real comedy here. When they get it on at the end, when they, when they finally fight and the way it's set up, it's done right. It wasn't exactly like I imagined it was going to be, but they, they played it smart. It made sense to me, and I really enjoyed it. And, you know... Uh, I won't say too much, but there's scares. There, there's good kills. It's interesting. There, I really enjoy the movie, and it, it gets an eight and a half out of ten for me. And maybe right. this will I, pop up in my top ten. I don't know. I, I'm glad they got it on at the end. Was uh, Kayako a real yogurt hoser? <laughs> <laughs> She's a squirter. <laughs> oh, shit. The only thing that was a little weird was that they had a well right next to the house, right next to the grudge house. Which was kind of convenient, but no more convenient than Elm Street being right next door to, to freaking Camp Crystal Lake. You know I, what I mean? So you gotta. I just want to check this out too. I thought the trailer looked really creepy. Listen, man, it, I, I think it's great. If you're a fan of the Juan or the Ringu series at all, you'll. De- I, I can't see not really enjoying this. And the I'm only thing that I would say is fun is the final fight. 
I'm getting so excited for 2017 now because sure. I have not had the uh, the pleasantries that you have had so far. So I'm looking forward to these. I'm smart. I know how to pick movies, buddy. You do. <laughs> smart man. Got to stop. Got to stop ten already. His lowest grade's a nine already. <laughs> no, I had two five and a halfs. Come on. First two four. five and a halfs, an eight and an eight and a half. That's what I've had. For yeah. Me. So nice. there. And the two that I reviewed on, on uh, Bloody Bits were The Covenant, a five. Havenhurst, a six. And um, what was the other one I, re- I reviewed? Um, the piece, six and a half for Parasites. So there you go. Mm. There's some quick ratings. Listen to Bloody Bits, and you'll hear me review them in full. So. Okay, well, so this was another first-time watch for me. And again, I didn't even know if it was a first-time watch because the name is so generic that I wasn't sure if I saw this film or not. It was House of Death, a.k.a. Death Screams, from, I believe, 1982, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it was a slasher <laughs> film. And yeah. I was quite pleasantly surprised. I, I, It's not going to change the world, but I think it was the way that I watched To All Good Night for the first time, where I was, I think, expecting just total garbage. And To All Good Night delivered a lot more in the kills and the, and the death scenes. This one actually delivers more in the atmosphere. The production value was a little bit better than I expected. And it's about, um, of course, a killer in a town. Uh, two kids are killed at the beginning, like a, they're on lover's lane type thing. Uh, and then it opens in the town. There's like a town fair. It takes a place a lot of the, the lot of time in the town fair, which adds production value to the movie. Uh, eventually the kids go camp and they end up at the, the house at the end. And that's really where it picks up steam. Truth be told, there's a lot of character development. You get to know the town folk quite a bit, which is what I liked about it. But we're talking about maybe 50 minutes, 5-0, where not a lot happens. It could have probably... Well, maybe there, maybe I'm mistaken it because I watch a lot of slashers in a row. But there's a good chunk of time where you could have used a little bit more in the way of death for a slasher movie. This sounds like... It sounds like Final Exam. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I got confused because I, I remember my my argument with Final Exam was very similar as well about coming in and it being 50 minutes of like nothing. I think this one does have another death in, in, in between there, but it could have used a little bit more. However, the kids are a little bit more likable. The dialogue seems to be a little bit more like Porky's-esque. And, and so you, you're <laughs> along for the ride a little bit more, Um Again, a couple of standout. There's a couple of good kills, a uh, couple of good gore sequences. Nothing crazy, but I guess because I was expecting absolute garbage, this stood out. So it's it's definitely a slight recommend. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I don't think I've seen that one. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've seen it. I've never seen it, so I'm definitely gonna. All right. So my last film is a 2017 film, and it's called All I Need. And this one stars Caitlin Stacy, who was in Fear Inc., the girlfriend from Fear Inc. Oh yeah, I like her. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah, she's beautiful. I, I recognized her immediately. I'm like, I know this girl. And then I'm like, that's the girl from Fear Inc. Because I remember thinking in Fear Inc. she looked awesome. Yeah. So this this one actually has two concurrent storylines that are running together. One is a woman played by Caitlin Stacy who wakes up bound and gagged inside a dirty hotel room, and basically must use all of her wits to to escape and survive while this guy's basically trying to kill her. And then the other story is a man who's kind of desperate to take care of his daughter. And he keeps getting these mysterious phone calls and these mysterious packages left on his, on his porch. And 
keeps getting these weird job offers and ultimately he starts to t- to take those job offers and the story's kind of bounced back and forth it's really primarily the female leads story a lot of it takes place in the hotel room it's a very contained story very claustrophobic and it, it's got a lot of um a lot of mystery to it a lot of uh suspense i think ultimately it's going to fall flat with people in in its ending because when you have a story a story like this with two stories running together you want it to have like a big shocking ending and i just feel like people are going to be ultimately let down be like what the hell but it was effective in holding my attention throughout i thought she did a great job as the lead i thought the the male storyline was definitely the weaker of the two storylines some of the explanation for some of the things going on was a little weak if they had made it solely this woman wakes up bound and gag inside a hotel room it would have probably been even stronger as a standalone film. But this was so far, I mean, this was only my third watch of 2017, and this has been my favorite so far. I still think it was, it's worthy of, of checking out. I gave this one a seven and a half. Nice What's man. it called again? Yeah, I was just going to ask. Sorry. All I Need. You're all I need. It's a quick watch, too. It runs about 80 minutes. I, I have a feeling... A lot of people aren't going to like it. it really, the, the ending is, it's definitely going to be a letdown for in the final act for most people, but it builds suspense really well. Shit. It's 2017? Yeah. Okay. I mean, oh, it I says need... it says 2016, but it just came no, out. No, it just came out, right. I didn't yeah. have it written down. I thought I had everything written down. I came out. Wow, yeah. God, I... yeah, it's got a super low rating on IMDb, but I honestly, some of these other movies that I've mentioned have much higher ratings than this, and... and I like this one the best of the three I've seen so far. Nice. Well, that's on the list. All I need. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, this one here I was going to review way back on the um, on, my, on my solo show, the found footage show, because it was it was one that people kept bringing up as one of their favorite found footage movies, and I hadn't seen it. And it also just happened to be on that list of, of 13 found footage movies, the challenge that we were taking that we haven't seen. So... Um, Granted, this has been about maybe two months since I've seen this movie, so I'm going to do my best to uh, to recall everything. Of course, I, I have my notes. Thank goodness. If I didn't take notes, I I don't think there would there would be an exploding heads. So <laughs> let me tell you, this movie is called Borderlands. It also goes by another name, The Final Prayer. I remember that. That wasn't even written down. Anyway, basically... There are, are something's going on. The Brazilian government they start shutting something down. We don't know what's going on. It looks like it's a church, I think. Uh, two guys are involved. One guy is a deacon, and one guy is named Greg. The deacon does one thing. Greg is the uh, photographer or the videographer or something like that. And they 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 go and they see what's going on with this videotape because it happened to be recorded. And during the baptism, something happened. And um, it looked like the guy was talking to God. Something happened. Something started shaking in the church in the middle of all this. They want to see if this is something that, that works or, or doesn't. Basically, the, the Vatican sends people around to see if things are miracles. But they're really, most of the time, they never see a miracle. They're really out there to just prove everything. So that, that's, what's, that's what's going on here. Um, and it gets really into... Um, you know, the way things are handled with the Catholics and the gangsterism of, uh, of some of the stuff going on. But bottom line is there's things going on at this church. 
Um, and I'm not going to get too into detail. There's paranormal activity in this in this chapel. There's a big shocker at one point. It looked like it was going in one direction and it goes in in another. And there's disagreements disagreements between the deacon and they, you think that he's hiding something. And then this head honcho guy comes in. His name is Father Calvino, and he starts pulling rank. Basically, it ends up in a really good third act where they're beneath the church, claustrophobic. There's a grisly discovery made. And it ends up having a really great ending. It's better to, to know as little as possible watching it. I try to keep it um, as vague as possible. But it, it's one to check out. These people were right. They put it on the list. I, I don't have it as high as I have some other found footage movies, but I, I do enjoy it. Ultimately, I give it a 7.5 out of 10. So Nice. Where, where did you say you found, watched this one? Jeez, can I even remember this? Where did I see this one? Borderline. That's all right if you don't remember right I now. I might have rented it on Prime. Okay. Or I might have even got the DVD from Netflix. It's been so that, long I don't know. Believe it or not, because like I said, I was looking at some of the, at the 13 movies, and a lot of them are really tough to find. I've only seen one of them, and even the one I've seen, I can't find anymore. I think I I, I saw that one years ago, the, the S&M Man. Yeah, that's and, on Shutter uh, or um or Prime, one of the two. I see it. All oh, time. okay, okay, list. but but Borderlands was always one that I felt was like one of the easier ones to find because it's it was a little bit more popular, I think. Well, it must but, have some release if everybody's seen it. it. It's Borderlands. It also goes by the Final Prayer. So Final maybe, Prayer, yeah. Yeah, right, maybe yeah. that's how people find it. I, I want to. Yeah, I want to start start checking those out too. We all got to see that. It's on the challenge. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. My last one. Your last one. My last one is a Netflix slasher from last year called Most Likely to Die. I ah. I, I just saw it recently. Uh, you guys mentioned it in the last show. Uh, briefly, I don't know if you saw it or if you just mentioned it. I saw it. it. Yeah, I, I actually it. really enjoyed this. Me too. I, I thought too. it was really well made. Uh, really good kills. Gory. Mm -hmm. A couple of like, what? Yeah. Dave Z, like, what? Yeah. Moments. Like, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is mean-spirited. Uh, definitely, yeah. But right. but fun. The mean spirited makes it sound like it wasn't fun, but it still managed to be fun. The twist was a new wave twist. It doesn't yeah. ruin the movie, uh -huh. but it's nothing really great. Yeah. But it definitely doesn't make it a perfect slasher by any means, but it's definitely a recommend. Uh it's gory. Nice. I mean, it really just takes place at like a summer home. Uh a bunch of students uh, meet up there and they're like having a reunion and you know, one's most likely to succeed. One's most likely this, that, and the other thing. And of course they're all most likely to die, which I thought was a great play in it. The killer. I thought <laughs> the killer's the outfit. Cap with, the cap with the blade. <laughs> yeah. It. yeah. Ridiculous. But I, but I thought that was great. And then the, the yeah. paper mache mask he makes, I thought yeah. he looks spooky. It was great. And it worked. I, I was, I was into it, man. I thought it was great. For a new yeah, wave slasher, know, I was really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. I know we're not giving grades, uh, giving ratings for the slashers that we're going to do one thing, but I watched it last year, and it was a 2016, and I gave it I gave it a rating then. So I'm going to get. I gave it a six out of ten. I was fine with it. I wasn't I blown away. What, I think that's what I gave it. I wasn't blown but away, it was, but it was a fun six out of ten. Yeah, I gave it. Yeah, I gave it fine. seven and a half. I gave it seven. Sorry, seven out of ten. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. Nice. So I figured I might as well more. blow my load. It's not gonna be my top That's ten right. of the all time, but it was no. it was it was a fun slasher movie. Hey, it might be number forty eight or forty nine. <laughs> you never know. Or eleven. <laughs> yeah, definitely eleven. Thanks, Dustin. 
<laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Happy it. birthday to me. Ratings? That's it for Triple R. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for Triple R. Now Justice. we are, you guys, you lucky bastards get a marathon show. I'll tell you that again. I thought these were supposed to be the, the, you know, the ones that come after the marathon shows are supposed to be a little, nope, another marathon show. You know what it is, buddy? We haven't done it in so long. We had all this time apart, you know, that we didn't, we haven't had a kickback show like this. Yeah, Christian tried to drive a wedge between us with the solo cast idea, and now we're just, (laughs) we're getting getting (laughs) reacclimated. Check out my solo Uh, cast. (laughs) Yep, check it out. Uh, Rated the best by the viewers or the listeners. <laughs> I just like I, I just looking at their reactions as I say this shit. They just they just staring me down. Content. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> How about that? Episode thirty one is listener's choice, and the last one was episode thirteen. It's almost like not, we did that on purpose. Not planned on. It just happened. I know. Yeah, it just happened. Just so. happened. So Happy birthday to me, Brandon. Are we ready to do this? Let's get right into it. Let's. Okay. All right, happy birthday to me, 1981, directed by J. Lee Thompson. At the snobby Crawford Academy, Virginia's group of friends start to go missing. Years after horrible events that happened to her as a child around her birthday. Wait, I don't like that description at all. Mm. That's a terrible description. We'll stick with it, I guess, since I already read it. Yeah, you read it. That's okay. People know. We're spoiling this movie. It's old. It's, they better know. They voted on the damn thing. Right. I mean, it's That's not really—it's not really spoilerish, but you know, kind of uh, alluding to the birthday party. I mean, it's—it's it's called Happy Birthday to me. So yeah, but you don't like, hear about the birthday party until like an hour and three minutes. Yeah, that's why I'm that's why I'm like tentative about the description, but the, but the name of the movie is Happy Birthday to me. So I know that's no, why I, okay. I, I joked in my solo cast uh, not to bring it up, but download it and listen to it. Uh, but but I talked about and I said I wasn't going to get into too much detail. The reason I didn't want to get into too much detail is because I knew we would be covering some of these movies like this, and this is what we're going to be doing now. And then we're going to blow our loads all over the place. It's going to be yogurt gushers, yogurt hosers, yogurt gushers. <laughs> Yogurt gushers. <laughs> I love yogurt, gushers. Yogurt, yogurt hosers gushers. all over. Uh, I'm telling you, first we'll preface this. If you didn't know about this, the best part is the tagline, like, you know, six of the most bizarre murders you'll ever see, but uh, John will never eat shish kebab again. Yet his name's not John in the movie. There's no John in the movie at all. I just thought that was hilarious on the poster. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was Steve. Yeah, it was it's great. <laughs> Joe, okay, John won't. What about Steve? <laughs> Steve definitely won't. <laughs> well, you know, John's got stomach problems. You know, he's got IBS. Oh. I don't know. So yeah, happy birthday. Let me tell you, I something about this movie I love is the classic theme that you'd never hear about, but this movie has a good old school horror movie slasher theme to it, man. Unless you get the shitty you know? DVD from way back when, and they they put like uh, they changed some of the music up, eh? Did they? If you have I that, had the DVD, you, the one, yeah. the one with the 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 really the bad, bad, yeah. I'm pretty sure know. they said Hold that on. they changed. I got the, the music. Hold on, I'll play the music for you. Tell me if this is the music. Give it a second to kick in. No, I didn't have that. <gasps> oh, yeah. That, well, that's in. the that's the one I had. Oh, it's so good, isn't it, though? Do you have a Blu-ray of that? Is that from a Blu-ray? Yes. Yeah, the Blu-rays were legit. The DVD was not. 
The yeah, DVD, see, I gotta get they, the Blu-ray. They they changed up the music. It was like, yeah. oh, so I had the yeah. DVD, and I'm like, I, I remember going, this doesn't, I, something doesn't seem right here. So this movie I have a long history with. Like, I actually really do like this movie. We did review this again. This is on that other sh- the other podcast I did, TGIF 13, and I fell asleep. During it, we were doing it with Vince. It was a double a double header episode, so we did two wow. movies, and so he was making fun of me. We kept it all in because it's a good lark. Some people are like, "Why would you release a podcast you fell asleep?" That's half the fun. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Was Vince funny. was like right. trying to wake me up and whatever, and this I was like, "Is a little bit on the long side, way too yes. long for its own good." Like yeah. I, I said it, I said it before, an hour and three minutes in, and now you're going two hours long. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, the, hold pace, on. the pacing's a little off. Yeah, but I was thinking about this as I'm watching it this time. I know it's an hour and 50 minutes long, and I remember that's, that that is a complaint that I, I've even had at a time. But I'm trying to legitimately look at what they could have taken out, and it seems like everything was necessary. Like, it, the stuff with the doctor, I know you're gonna, someone's going to say, the stuff with her doctor and the operation, that could have been... No, we need that to show why there would be so much... Why the shadow would be I cast on her as not being made. I agree with you. They use so many subplots as red herrings, which I thought was great. I love that aspect of it. So many. Yeah. So many characters, too. And yes. it was terrific. And I loved it. I, I felt like maybe uh, ultimately, not not necessarily the, the, the flashbacks, but the interaction scenes between um, Virginia's character and her father – and Virginia's character and David, her psychiatrist, were were awkward. Did you did you feel uncomfortable watching them? Like they they felt very uncomfortable. They did, it felt very inappropriate. Isn't he the one that didn't yeah. want to be in the movie at all? Like there was a which one? Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Ford. He was like he was supposedly a horrible on the set, screaming matches, fist fights. Like he was like an auteur, and he didn't want to be in a yeah. cheesy slasher movie. Who, the, the father or the doctor? That's David? the doctor. The doctor. Glenn Ford was the doctor. Oh, see, I thought they he did believable. They seemed believable. They were very creepy. A lot of hugging, a lot of touching. It was. It just seemed like it went on a little too long. A lot of eye contact. A lot of staring at each other. Okay. Glummy face. Glummy face. <laughs> <laughs> His father called her glummy face, right? Yeah. Right. Glummy face, and there was another nickname too. But whatever, I'll get to it. <laughs> Glummy face. That's funny. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you, but yeah, a lot of the stuff that was used, like ultimately, like it's like some of it doesn't even matter, but it was great that they used it to throw you off. So many red herrings. Yeah. So many. But and I, and like I love I liked it too. I did. There's only one thing that didn't make sense. All the red herrings made sense. There's one thing in this movie that's always bothered me. Why did that one dude bury the scarf in that he was garden? A, he, was, he was a practical joker. It was a practical joker because there was the, the fake skull. The oh, fake skull. He did it for fun. Yeah, because you notice right after that, they cut to him on the date with Virginia in the bell tower, and he's acting like a complete moron just that goofing around with her. It was weird, but again, another red herring. They should have oh, established yeah, him more as practical jokers, I think, because they kind of just – you just open with a scene. There's a bunch of full, there's, there's a bunch of what the fuck moment scenes in this. It adds to the overall charm of the movie. Like when they go to Alfred's house and see 
fake Bernadette's head. <laughs> fake Bernadette. The, and then he pulls out the eyeballs, like, uh, and then, and but he acts all crazy right before that. Like, every one of the characters does that. Every one of these characters acts crazy. And you're just like, like, why would you be friends with any of these assholes? <laughs> yeah, ATN sneaking into the house, stealing underwear. That was weird, and pulling him out and and thinking he's gonna get somewhere with uh with Ginny because of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what what chick's gonna actually dig that? Oh, you took my underwear. Oh well, now I'm gonna jump into bed with you. <laughs> but you I know? like the, I like the whole scene at, at Alfred's house, and I like um a specific comment that's made very early on in the movie that really kind of gives you significant clues as to into being able to at least somehow try and figure out i i certainly didn't the first time i saw this movie but somehow figure out how the killer's doing what they're doing and who the killer is there's a there's a throw there's a, a line in the movie that just basically gives it away you think okay i i gotta go back because yeah. i i've watched this movie a bunch of times and i've never i think the movie is like it's almost a cop out compared to friday the 13th they just throw the killer I, I, at you at the end I, I feel like it's a Scooby-Doo hmm. type. Of, well, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's Yeah. But I like it. It makes I sense like because they're, show, they're showing it in Alfred's room, you know, the the the, the wonders that you right. can do with makeup and stuff. Yeah, all of a sudden she pulls off a stocking off her face at the end and yeah. it, it looks almost silly. Like, how did she really perfect her? Yeah, but she didn't have to do it much. See, that's what they don't – you know what I mean? Because everybody, cause everybody was drunk or kind of – But – let me take it a step further. Not because of that. Because it's like what we laugh about when we talk about Roy in Friday the 13th Part 5. Yeah, Why is yeah. Roy dressing up as Jason? In case somebody he attacks happens to survive and tell somebody? That's the same thing in this movie. Yeah. She only dresses up as her when she kills somebody. She didn't even have to do it. She. It was only Ultimately, they made that happen just for the cool-ass switch reveal crazy thing. At no, the no. They actually did it for the frame job. Huh? Frame? To frame her, because she left survivors. They didn't know that she. Yeah, she knew that she was gonna get stabbed, and a cop's gonna happen to be there. No, no, no. She was gonna kill Ginny, but she was gonna, she was frame gonna her. frame Ginny yeah, for the death. Because Rudy was still alive, Maggie was still alive, and Amelia was still alive. They were gonna be eyewitnesses as well. This it was a total fuck you to Ginny because Ginny's all pissed off about six people not coming to her birthday party when the real issue is. Anna's mother left them because Ginny's mother was a whore. Yeah, but she doesn't have to dress up to do that. She doesn't well, have to dress wants, up like she Ginny. Wants, she but, wants to be seen. That's yeah. why she invites them to the party at the end. I mean, Amelia's standing outside with a gift. That I didn't understand either, but they were already invited to the party, weren't they? By Ginny. Yeah, I don't know why Rudy and Maggie never showed up. I mean, they, they lived, so did Amelia, but I, I'm assuming it's for the sake of having an eyewitness there. They should have showed up with a cop or something at the end. Uh, something I, like I, I, I see what you're saying. No, like he was saying that like she is dressing up like them so people could possibly see that it's Virginia. And then at the end, it is, she comes out as her and then does the reveal, tells the backstory. Yeah, but... and, then, uh, and then at the end, she gets her wish. In a sense, even though she gets killed, she gets her wish because Virginia's left holding the bloody knife with all the dead bodies surrounding them, and the cop sees that. So her stepsister yeah, ends there, up winning. There, there's no which way out great. of that. Yeah, which, which great is great. And didn't you guys, did you guys remotely think that Scream 2 ripped off some of this? Scream 1. Scream, scream 1. one ripped sorry, off. Scream 1. Not Scream 2. Scream Thank 1 ripped you. it off. Yes. I was, yeah. That's yes. in my notes. Scream ripped this yeah. off. I can't, yeah. And no one's ever brought that up before. 
four, and we both realized it on this view. Yeah, yeah I, I bet Scream 1. Because mother was a whore, yeah. and she's, the father slept with her, yep. and my mother left me. Exact same it's thing. A scr- so it's a total ripoff. happy birthday to me and wrote Scream and never credited well, it. Why did they mention Prom Night? Kevin Williamson, obviously. Well, they're, they're going to mention uh, uh, Happy Birthday to Me because they directly rip it off. So you never do that. You reference the other movies that you're similar to, but not the one that you're totally ripping off. This this movie is the production value is bang on. It was yeah. had a way bigger budget than most of the movies that came out at the time. I think yep. two point five million, and it made over what? ten. Two point five million budget, okay. and it made over ten. But at this point in time, you're getting these type of movies were made for like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe a million. Like you weren't getting like multi million yeah. dollar productions for these so they weren't looking at it as a regular slasher film i think the director even said like look what makes it exploitive trash versus something that is more of a thriller is the fact that you care about the characters which you do like he gives these characters like even if you hate them or they're obnoxious you actually care about them they're more colorful than most characters in in slasher films like this movie stands out for that and there's some good death scenes some great really good death scenes yeah yes the it's one thing serious? I found interesting was the whole Rudy Steve thing swapping girls. <laughs> they seem to be swapping girlfriends in the middle of the movie for a while. Like you be with Ginny, I'm gonna be with Maggie. Now you're with Maggie, I'm with Ginny. Everybody wanted Ginny. That's the bottom line. Three different guys were pursuing her in this movie. Yeah, Laura Ingalls. Man. Alfred. <laughs> oh, the biggest but... concern I have is what happens to George now. Who's gonna take care of George? <laughs> I can't believe that they even did that with George because think about it. Those asshole kids could have killed that mouse real easily because that little thing on the floor and everybody panicking and this and that for one little joke. George is lucky he survived it all. Yeah. Well, that was, that was kind of a silly thing that they did and, and they presented Alfred as, as like the, you know, the Crawford top 10, but like the, the, the outcast of the top 10, like, I know he's he's wealthy, but it's like I don't oh. know. Every group has yeah. a well. Alfred is what you're gonna say. The burning, the crazy kid was like Alfred, or the the yeah. geeky kid was Alfred. This movie's Alfred, but they take it one step further. His name's Alfred, and he's into taxidermy, so that's a total direct yeah. reference to Alfred <laughs> Hitchcock, which I like. Yeah. I never, yeah. I only got this time. And Norman Bates, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Norman Bates right. would be the the direct reference, taxidermy. but Alfred yeah. after the direct, right. of course. Like it's a, it's, it's a interesting, cool, yeah. yeah. But that Bernadette head, that Bernadette head, why would he have a Bernadette head there? I guess, again, they don't establish them as pranksters. Well, they do with the mouse and the thing, but not like practical jokesters to the extent of making fake heads. They don't preface this at all. You're just kind of thrown into it, which is intriguing, but also feels cheap too. Like, you're kind of like, well, why? Like, what's the backstory? Well, they are are a little off. I mean, they're playing, they have a sense of entitlement, obviously. And, um... And, you know, the whole game of chicken on the bridge sort of establishes them as sort of, I don't want to say troublemakers, but definitely yeah. like rule pushing. breakers. Well, what, yeah, they'll well, push. I'll tell you what, that fucking, that game, there's no way that dude would have made that jump. Oh, he smashed his car. He's like, I won the 20 bucks. He totaled his car. Like, it just hits. $10,000 worth of damage. (laughs) You can't help but laugh out loud. I lose my mind every time I see it. I'm like, you just totaled the whole, your suspension, the whole front of your car, but you got that 20 bucks. And and your honor's intact. I like before they do that, Steve actually yells out the window to him. He's like, he's like, the winner gets $20 in cash. (laughs) (laughs) We're not taking food stamps. (laughs) 
in cash. We don't take no food stamps. <laughs> but what was the purpose of the Bernadette head? Who was Alfred thinking, like, suppose the girls didn't come over to break into the house to see it. Why did he have a head, like, reanimator style on his table? What I what think, would be the end goal there? Was he creating a whole real doll? I think he was going to make one for uh, of everybody. A real doll, like the movie we're going to make? Yeah. <laughs> that, don't you just think, why not? Why Maybe he's going to make one of all his friends. Maybe it's just it looked cool, though, and it just made you confused again. It's like, okay, why? Well, but not in a, not should... in a bad way. He shouldn't have acted the way he did. That's the problem is that when he's like, would you like to be a model? Would you Rudy like shouldn't be- have acted the way he did when he was in the tower with Jenny. And he's like, if I just cut this rope, yeah. yes. Virginia, I have a knife. Yeah. I have right. a knife. Right. Yeah, it was. And then he disappears and it turns out he was in the hospital because he got 15 stitches because he cut himself. Yeah. Like they were, they would, it was totally intentional, but it was fun because uh, it really. It worked. It worked for yeah. me. Yeah. It was another red herring. The guy in the beginning, though, what's the guy that with the that snuck in with the underwear, the whole nine? Oh, yeah. ATN? Well, him. French, You've got French a lot Canadian. of nerve. That's not all I got. Want to yeah. see? <laughs> what a line. That's not all I got. Want to see? It was great. <laughs> no, but like earlier on, when when before he when he follows her home initially, and he's out there, he's that deadpan delivery when he's like, I'll walk. Oh, when home. he's in the like in I the know other cemetery. When, oh like, yeah. Is. Yeah, it was freaking weird. It, okay, now here, here okay, here, this is something funny. Did you guys realize this? When the Virginia first goes to her mother's grave, she's coming back from partying or, or whatnot, you know, being out, and she goes over to the grave. And she trims and her she, bush. Now listen, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she has a box with gardening shears. They were right there. Near no, the she kept them by the grave. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah. wow, well, you guys saw. How the hell did you guys see that? And I didn't. Well, okay. I said to myself, I said, "Oh look, there's a box." In. And then she took him out. I'm like, "Oh my god, she's gonna trim her bush." <laughs> that's why you said that. Okay, well, that's. All right. They had to establish that that was there because obviously it came back later on with Alfred. Okay. Oh, check this out. This is the music when she's changing. This is this is why I love these movies from the '80s. Listen to this. Yeah, man. Come on. The only thing that could have made that better was banjo. <laughs> you know that this was produced by the guys that did uh, My Bloody Valentine? So they teamed up after they made this. This was in production when Friday the 13th and Prom Night were actually being released. This was already in, like in pre-production stage, funny enough. And then it was it was made and they they teamed up to do My Bloody Valentine. But then My Bloody Valentine got released before this. But what yeah. a time, because they wanted to get it out for Valentine's Day. So My Bloody Valentine came out in Valentine's Day. I think The Burning came out like May 7th. This came out the next weekend, May 15th. What a fucking time to be a horror fan. When you're just boom, 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 boom. And I'm going to tell you, those three right there, and I'll even just prefer, like say my uh, happy birthday to me and My Bloody Valentine, probably stand out as cream of the crop slasher films. Man. In my personal humble opinion, man, they're up there. I agree with I agree with you. Oh, they're they're definitely up there. There's no question. And this one is one of the best made of them all. You, can, you as soon as the movie starts, you can tell production values are you know they're top notch. Top I'd, notch. I say they got the pacing down from Happy Birthday to, or uh, My Bloody Valentine. So this one True. is played out a little True. longer, uh, big good production value, and then My Bloody Valentine takes it with the with a trimmed, like hour and a half, boom boom boom, faster oh, pace. Oh yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. 
My Buddy Valentine's the better film. There's no question. There is something I want to say because I love this. Love it. Love it. The first kill, which, by the way, they set it up like a giallo with those black gloves. Beautiful. But Yeah. Right? Oh, I love that, man. No, I love that. I do, too. And it makes sense later, although what doesn't make sense. <laughs> Why didn't you Wouldn't run? you be suspicious of a girl showing up? Uh, to your place wearing black gloves like that? Why would a girl, an attractive girl that dresses to the T because they all have money, have those manly black gloves on when she shows up at your place? Well, she shows up in total her. black in a total, but she but she does wear okay. the scarf. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's a, all in black, but they wear the scarf. So then that's. I just, sorry, Brandon, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say you. So you see the scarf, and of course, the very next scene, before you realize the whole top 10 are all wearing the scarf, scarf. but you see her, Ginny, Virginia right. walk in with the scarf. So you're like, what? They just gave it away. Oh, wait a second. No, they all, they all have scarves, but they did give it away, kind of. Like, I mean, they before they do the tacked on trick ending, which this movie wasn't supposed to have. A trick ending. They just decided to put one on with the twin oh, well, sister. How could they do it? I think it was, she wasn't going to come out like her or something like that. Like there was, I read something like there wasn't supposed to be this trick part of it. So I don't know what the original intention was. If it was just the sister, well, stepsister, or, or if it was just her from brain they surgery. To, <laughs> they had to do that because then an hour and three minutes into this film, all of a sudden you see that Ginny kills her. And you're like, what? That's something about this movie that sets it apart. You don't see that. It's usually say to the end. You see, then you straight up see, oh, she's doing all the killing. Holy shit! How do you like that? That's what sets this movie apart from other slashers. You never see, especially at this time when it was all about who done it. Yet you're Amazing. still intrigued about something, even if even if you haven't seen it, but even if you don't know, right? What's gonna happen? You still probably just get a feeling like, what's going on? Something something's still off. It's cool though because because, yeah. because of the whole backstory, you know, you see the brain surgery, which is awesome. Well, they, I mean, they give you an excuse. They say, "Well, yeah. they're they're yeah. setting you up to think that she's mentally unstable." Yeah, and then you think the doctor has something to do with it because you know he's not giving her clear answers. She has to discover everything on her own. Everyone's it's acting weird. The, fa- the father disappears. You know, he's right. going on a business trip. Like, there's so many red herrings. Scream, I do take a that's scream esque too. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I do take exception to the to the first kill. I would if I was burned dead, I would have been running, but but it was very <laughs> giallo like. I don't no. know why. She, I don't know why she didn't run. Don't, you don't talk shit about her. She did the best thing ever. I've seen a person do in a slasher, and what I've said many times in my life, she faked her own death when she was strangled. She pretended yeah. she was dead just long enough for the guy to take her hands off. Yes, and she... I love that. I love that. That was brilliant. Great. But then she gets out and starts running and runs about 10 feet and stops. Yeah, just keep running. And she did keep that twice. Running. Didn't she do that twice? Or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like kind twice. of like, no, you just but, got attacked. But I do like that. You don't run around the corner and just stop. You keep going. But you she did. You ass and you scream. But that slit <sighs> neck, that slit neck, although quick, is effective. It is very effective. And um, Oh, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. You know, since we're obviously spoiling, I think the line that, that to me gave it away, it's like right there in front of you. Anne makes a comment to Greg at one point, said, I'd like to break your neck. And then the next scene is her breaking his neck with the weights. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Right at, wow. the, right at ATN's, I think, uh, race, I think, or something. Something. They get into a fight or something. She says to him, I'd like to break your neck. And then, wow. then, then his death scene is the weights falling on his neck. Isn't that a great scene, though? Total Friday the 13th. Oh, hey, it's yeah. you. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> check it out. Check it out. Again. Never, never like, says, looking. never says the name. Even like, not even when like he knows who it is, and he's in the like about to get dead or about to die. Dude, or get dead, or book it. <laughs> you said <laughs> not to get dead. I've I edited that one out. No, oh, that's awesome. Can't. You gotta keep that in. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know what's going on tonight. Oh my man. god! It's so awesome up. that you said that because listen, get I dead? had to record that. Check it out. This is the famous you. Oh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. That's it. Oh, it's you. Now, I can use a little bit more weight. <laughs> Hold on, because of what you said. Oh, hi. What are you doing on this mess? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go one step further. There's one more. <laughs> Sleepaway camp. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> I bet the rest of the boys will be interested in seeing you. <laughs> Especially naked. Uh, Brandon, specifically. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> that is great, though. I cannot believe you said that. Yeah. Friday the 13th, you. First I, I saw it. Yeah. yeah. It's great, dude. You. What are you doing here? <laughs> uh, what a good death, though, huh? That scene. Oh, yeah, man. Oof. Oh, when she pulls pulls that rack back, and, like, and he's like, put it back. Come on. Yeah. Like, would you really be lifting so much weight with Ginny spotting you? Ginny's like, what, like 90 pounds soaking wet? <laughs> no, right? He's, he's going for a personal best. He's like got like 300 pounds on there. And, and Brandon, can't he, just simply, can't he just simply go lean back, put his arms backwards so it just slips back? <laughs> I'm thinking le- legitimately there's, there's, a, there's a way you could probably get out of that. But, oh, uh, you could go, dude. But she dropped that weight right on his nuts. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, before that part happens, yeah. Before that, I would have been like, I would have tilted it and just. No, dude. Here's what you do. You set it down on your chest while you're on the bench, and then you just roll off. I've done it before. You yeah. Know, when I when I, I I had too much weight and I didn't have a spotter around, you, you can yeah. do it. Yeah, I've done What that. they really should have done, honestly, is cut that scene about ten seconds shorter. So just pull it back for a second. So just enough for him to make a comment about it. And then have her come over quickly, grab the twenty-five pound thing, and throw it on his dick, and then you know, yeah. oh, that's where they goofed. There, there. You want to save uh, some time in this hour and fifty minute? You could take ten seconds off there. I'll give you that. <laughs> and they used to play them out. They used to play those scenes out a lot longer. But you're right; that should have been trimmed. Yeah, I like I how just... she set up the weights as a booby trap, also for Amelia. After I guess it wasn't for Amelia. I don't know who it was for. Because Amelia wasn't meant to die because she wasn't one of the original six, but she comes in and has like a fucking uh, Matrix sense and knows to duck out of the way. That guy had a hard time lifting those weights. Yet she was able to just put them behind that door. Nice. Well, I was, like you just I, was said. Look, I was looking at it. I'm like, is there a way she could have done this? Like, yeah, okay, she could have stood up the bar first and then put the weights on one by one. But I was thinking that too. There's no way she pushed that whole thing up. No, the only way she could have done it is put the other side down first with the weights on it and leave the bar empty and then pick them up and yeah. put them out one by one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But she'd have to stand on a ladder probably to do that, too. She's probably standing on the bench. Oh, that's true. <laughs> okay, see, we can explain these things away. We can do it. We like the movie, obviously. We're making yeah, I really, I really enjoy this one. I'm, I'm glad it held up because some of these slashes that we're going to be revisiting – well, some a lot of the ones that I've been watching now have been first-time views, but some of them definitely don't hold up. But this one, I always spoke highly of, and I'm, I still speak highly of. Yeah, even know... though it was long, I didn't. I wasn't bored by it. Like, I no, wasn't no, bored, no, no, I, no. I just, yeah. I just felt I like know. it. It definitely could have been like 
it felt like it should have been 10, 15 minutes shorter, but I don't, like you said, I don't know what, what you would have cut. You know, it probably would have been, you know, a, a 10 seconds here, 10 seconds there, just tightening up things just to get it down. And it wasn't that. I think it ran, honestly, like, by the time the credits roll, I think it's like an hour and 46. So we're talking maybe cutting mm-hmm. 10 minutes total, and then right. it's more that hour and a half range. Well, don't cut any of the surgery, because that shit was great. Oh, yeah. Like the best special yeah. effects in this movie. It was like that Saw was 3. Awesome. Yeah, that right? was awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah, it was pretty intense. It really was. Do you that know and the corpses? And the what? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, corpses at the end looked great. Man, Sleepaway Camp yeah. 2 took that right out from this movie, man. Having yeah, them all right. set up, it just looked—it's right out of this movie. This—it's it's just great. It's great. You know that this movie, for for a short period, it was short-lived, but it was the highest-grossing Canadian film. And then, boom, Porky's came and knocked that out. Wow. And then, as I told you now, like one of the Resident Evils holds the record, uh, even though those are co-productions. But that's—that uh, yeah. wow. was kind of cool. Like just at the for a short period of time, back in the early '80s, uh, in '81, Happy Birthday to Me was the highest-grossing Canadian film. Wow! It made a whole whopping eight million dollars, and it was the highest. I think it was. Well, no, I think in total world, like I mean, I don't know worldwide, but at the time it was like ten point, just over ten point five. I think it made box office. Yeah, eighty one. It was eighty one, and that's 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 domestic. So it probably, you know, it could have made like twenty million worldwide. And on a two point five million dollar budget, still a good return. Like, uh, you know, they were pretty happy with with returns like that. Like. You know, they didn't put like 10 million, you know, 30 million, 100 million marketing budgets into movies back then. You know, they, yeah, they would, man. they put yeah. like 500,000, maybe a million, maybe a bit more, depending on the type of film. This type of movie, I would have expected maybe like 500,000 tops in marketing. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's a hell of a yeah. budget, man. Yeah, the, yeah, actors, there's... the actors all did a great job. They did. Yeah, there's nobody weak in it or anything. No. Not even... You know, no, they all they all either had careers or went on to have careers. You know, for the most part, and and I like her. She's a she's good in this role, Melissa Sue Anderson. Yeah, she was good. I liked um I liked the girl who played Anne. She's I think she <sighs> became like a big uh, soap opera star. She's hot and she's still hot. Yeah, she's she's I think she's I think she's been doing soap operas for like thirty years now. Yeah, something she like that. She looks good. She looks yeah. good. You know, there's a couple funny things I just wanted to bring up before we finish. <laughs> the priest. When the priest is in their room and he pulls a thing, and his response is, "Help, murder!" <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. A rope fell, and there's some splattered of red fluid on the ground. He doesn't know shit yet. No, he's calling for murder. <laughs> that was good. How about when? Uh, how about when David just like, "Oh, can I take a look at that?" To the police, and they just hand him the skull right over. Can you imagine walking up to an asking crime scene. Hey, just let me take a look. Yeah. Hey, idiots, it's his property hey, of China. Oh, shit. And, and the scarf, the guy takes it. The guy, <laughs> right? The guy takes a scarf with his bare hands and puts it in the evidence bag. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't wear gloves or anything. And then the chick, the chick says to, um, to the guy, he goes, oh, I, th- I thought that was you. So she thought in one day his head turned into a skull. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that, but that's kind of funny. But that kind of plays up to the stupidity of of chill of like teenagers. Even though, even though some of these some of these actors looked way. I mean, Rudy, like Rudy playing soccer, he looked like he was forty five years old. Oh, these kids, yeah. This is one of those movies where you're like, okay, everybody's in their late twenties, early thirties, and they're trying to play like 
17, 18 year olds or whatever. Because it was supposed to be like a like a Ivy League, like not Ivy League, but a high upper crust like high school, yeah. correct? Or yeah, was like it supposed a, to be yeah, university? Like a, I think no, it's like a prep a, school. Or it's a university. prep school, like an academy, like a okay. like a high school, but an acad- but like a prep school, like a finishing school, like in uh, To All Good Night. <laughs> 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 ah, yep, a finishing school. <laughs> nice. Cut her head off. <laughs> Oh shit! You know what else was funny was the um, the, the car when they showed the flashbacks. They showed that car fall four <laughs> times, but not just the fact that they showed it four times. Three times, it was upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last yes. one, lady. Four times, <laughs> yeah. Which is the the thing that becomes important? They show it right side up. Yep. <laughs> Why would you do that? You know what the crazy thing is? I didn't notice that. I watched this with Brett, and she noticed it. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, she's like, yeah. I'm like, they must just, whatever. How did you not know <laughs> they showed it three times? And it wasn't even like quick kind of right. like the, the car fell? Uh, no, I know, and I don't know why it wasn't. I don't know why. I didn't notice it. Uh. Oh, it was so funny. I, I can't believe they did. I, I know they wanted to show off their budget that they that they had it from three different angles, and it was cool to make a car fall in water at the time and all that other stuff, but... Good God. Either cut it out or, or don't show. I don't know. But don't have three going upside down and one going right side up. It's like, what do you that, – an editing faux pas. I just don't get that, man. I just love how it's, in it's, the end everything that's presented to you is basically moot because it's really just all about the fact that Anne is just fucking pissed off that she drove her mother away. That's it. Right. That's it. That's, right. That's that's her ultimate motivation. Your mother was a whore. My mother could never forgive my father for ha- for having a child with her, and you drove my family apart. And that's it. But everything they give you, it's like, oh, it could be this. Well, she's having crazy surgeries, and maybe she's crazy because the experiment right. surgery didn't work, and everybody's acting weird, and this one's into taxidermy. But no, none of that. Like it matters. <laughs> they can tell the story, but it doesn't matter ultimately in the end. That ending, just, you know, that ending is like a cherry on the top. Yeah, like how it plays it, out, and then she's just holding that knife or Ugh. the garden shears or whatever. As the girl falls, the killer falls to the ground right when the police chief comes in and says, "Like, what yeah. did you do?" And you're just standing there, and then the the, the song comes back on, like, yeah, uh, that, the, the, her happy little happy birthday, birthday too. Her singing to happy me. birthday ends. Yeah, it's oh, kind of creepy too and upsetting because like the father like doesn't even get to realize that it's not her. The father oh, died. Oh, you're right. Hey, he said his daughter killed him. Yeah, so it's kind of like down. It's very, I mean, it's obviously downbeat, but it's extremely downbeat when you think of that. Oh, man. But I, cool. I love the fact cool. that, that, cool. that that Anne stuck to the original six. You know, the, the extra characters, they got to live. You're right. The ones that were initially supposed to show up to the first party, and didn't, that, even though it's up. not their fault. Yeah, they just didn't, it was just didn't even six. know they were really invited. The other three characters lived. Wow. That's cool. That's very cool. I still don't understand the girl at the end with the gift standing outside by the grave in the rain. She That's was the one of one thing. Yeah, I I don't understand. Why? Was she invited? And if she was invited, why wasn't Rudy and Maggie invited? Where were they? And and yeah, I mean, obviously she was in shock because she was evidently heading to the house, and she so saw what? she saw the dead bodies and then left. She saw no. She saw David in the grave. Oh, is that what she saw? 
Yeah, because David was dumped in that grave. I was confused with that, that too, okay. but yeah, that makes that sense. Was the, that was the mother's grave, but the mother had okay. been dug up to be put in the house, and and she put David in the grave. Oh, I can live with that then. Okay, it's like Tuala Goodnight when that girl just started acting goofy at the end and dancing around, so, okay. <laughs> 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 if I can live with that, I can live with this. I just thought it was for no... I never understood the reason why, but you just explained it. Good. Yeah, no, yeah. See, this, this movie has not gone down then for me. I'll tell you what, what you said bump about... It up a little more. <laughs> right? About the motive, it makes Scream even even more weak. That they, they, ripped, they ripped it off. Because in Scream, he, the guy didn't even cheat and have a child with somebody else. All yeah. the guy did was cheat and then the woman left. We know yeah. that the woman left in both cases. So it, it's even less of a motive in Scream than, than it is in this one. And we're yeah. questioning this one. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> oh, there you go. Really See, good. 90s kids? <laughs> <laughs> But it's such like it's it happy birthday. But I didn't even I've watched Happy. Well, again, I watched it. Uh, I guess it was a year and a half ago, but I was not in uh, the right state of mind. So seeing it again this time, I was like, "Wow, Scream really just nailed, like stole a whole right. ended." Like we said earlier, again, broken record, but it has to be stretched, stressed how yeah. how crazy the uh, the twist is, and when you compare it to Scream. To me, how did none of us ever realize this till this time? It's it's in my notes and it's in your notes. That's absurd that we didn't know yeah. till now. It's crazy. Did you realize it, Brandon? Was it that obvious? No, no. Right? See? <laughs> but now that you're talking about it, it's like it's the exact movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't dawn on me. But then again, I didn't notice the car falling in. <laughs> What's the bad? I don't know what's happening. Are, are we watching My Bloody Valentine? <laughs> <laughs> Brett. I'm just so enamored by you. I don't even care what movie we watch. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> oh. oh, man. You know, I watched that movie. On, I was on a plane once coming back from Buffalo back to, to Vegas when I lived in Vegas. And I watched this movie, Men in Black 2. And I met this chick on the plane. She happened to sit next to me. And I was alone and she was alone. And I can tell you, I do not remember one minute of Men in Black 2. Because I was so enamored with this girl I was sitting next to. I'll never forget that. And I never ended up doing anything with her. How crazy is that? What a story. I'm going to loop that one. So we hear it three times. <laughs> who's, who's, yeah, who's going to play you in the movie version yeah, of that yeah. story? <laughs> well, it's one of the few thought. times Dave Z was Maybe I can get two fingers in. I was smooth that day, but I I didn't end up. I don't know what happened. I, I must have got the her number. I just I don't. Nothing ever came, so something went wrong. I just don't know what. But yeah, I just realized it now because of your. She saw you're watching about, Men in Black too, and said, well, "This guy's a fucking dud." <laughs> <laughs> I had no choice. It came up on the thing. Who the right mind would watch this? Will Smith doesn't even fucking watch this. <laughs> hey, there's there's two numbers missing from this phone number. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a letter in this phone number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. You gave me the wrong number. 971B? 971B? Right? It was Felicio. Felicio. <laughs> that, that would have been perfect. F-E extension, whatever the hell she said. Okay. Oh, we got to do this, huh? Are we rating this bad boy? Yeah, let's rate it. A nine-hour show. <laughs> I was really, this was a great view. Uh, probably, like I said, I've watched this numerous times over the years. Cut to the chase, 8.5 out of 10. Ooh. Wow. Nice. 8.5. Uh, 
I'll go next. I uh, same boat. Seen it many times over the years, and again, a very pleasant experience watching this one. I actually put it on before we uh, recorded and just sort of watched it again real quick or listened to it and just paid attention to certain parts. And I actually raised my grade while we were talking about it because I was really just enjoying talking about the film because I was originally coming in at an eight, but I'm going up to an eight point five. Nice. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'll tell you what. I initially was, when I finished the movie, I was at only a 7. Then, the next day, I was thinking about the movie and the brilliance of showing the killer an hour in and what they were doing and ultimately what it led to. And the more I thought about it, I was like, wow, you know what? No movie does at the time. It was truly groundbreaking to do that. It was to blow people away or piss them off. But either way, it was just (laughs) a ballsy move. So I liked it. So I was like, okay, you know what? It's actually seven and a half. Now talking to you guys tonight, it went up even higher. Not as high as you guys, but I'll give it an eight out of ten. Nice. So you went up to half a point like I did. Cool, man. Yeah, I went up freaking from seven to eight in like three days. (laughs) But hey. Yeah, that was a good choice. This is one of the standouts for sure. And this movie was one that was chosen by the listeners, and nothing else was close except for pieces which finished yeah. in second place, and then everything else was like 30 votes less. It was like ridiculous. And the reason yeah. this one came in is because, because um, who was it? Was it Joanna or was it Jill? Somebody. Somebody came in and they pulled the JP and they got everybody to come in and, and break the yeah, ties. Yeah, it, it, bring... uh, it was Jill. <laughs> it was Jill, okay. Yeah. And bring it up to the top. Yeah. And so, so good stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I was. I was nothing wrong. I mean, I was. I was glad this this film did well. I was surprised at some of the others that were up there. <laughs> oh well, they weren't even that up there though. This was like, like no, I but said. I was surprised like like that they were above like other films. I was surprised like a film like House on Sorority Row had like nothing. Oh, I know, I know. I could have. I think I took a picture of it of um of what they were and and yeah, that was ridiculous. Man. Yeah. And yeah. Happy little... birthday to me, right? <laughs> And then pieces behind it, and then there were fifty-one and forty-six. Then way down, gutter balls with fourteen. <laughs> Tom the dreaded sundown from two thousand fourteen. Fucking and gutter balls. The, the greasy, the greasy. Sh- I would not have done it. I'm, I know Joanna put that on the list, but there's no way I was going to cover that. No, movie. no. And it, it just it just beat House on Sorority Row, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, and a bunch of others. Doctor Giggle, Stage Fright. You guys consider Dark Knight of the Scarecrow a slasher? I haven't seen it. Remember, I mentioned I hadn't seen that one. Oh, the scarecrow. No, I don't. No, that doesn't. That's not a slasher. Is no, it? What is, what is, I don't know. What is a slasher? Here we go. We can't start on this. <laughs> you know, we don't it's, know. No. <laughs> whatever. A, whatever we it's think. think is it's a, a Galileo with straw elements to it. <laughs> <laughs> straw elements. All right. Long show, long show. Yeah, man. Great time, though. Great time, though. And we're all going to yeah. be exhausted tomorrow. Christian but... gave us some gems tonight. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking yeah. gems 2086. Went and got dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a man. You had me laughing my ass off tonight. This is a stroke yogurt hosers. Yogurt, yogurt hosers. I totally forgot about yogurt hosers. That's how many gems there were tonight. See? Yeah, Brandon's hidden gems. <laughs> Went and got dead. I can't remember, like, like English just left my brain tonight. <laughs> Went and got dead. That might have been the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. 
And it sounds great to me, though. It sounded perfectly normal to me. I knew what you were talking right? about. And he went and got dead. If we ever make t-shirts, that's going to be on Speaking of t-shirts, so Jason's uh, selling the uh, Exponent Head t-shirts now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's another reason to get online. Get on the Facebook page. Yes, man. They're on there. They're on there. You Those can transparent ones are cool, man. Sorry. Yeah, check it out. No, don't be sorry. It's Exploding Heads t-shirts, man. Get on them. Oh, I may as well pimp on the way out. Get on the Facebook group again. I'll say it a million times. Polls galore. Facebook Live. Listener's Choice. So many reasons to be there. You're missing out if you're not. Um, we're on Twitter, Exploding Heads Pod at EH Horror Podcast, Exploding Heads Horror Podcast on Instagram, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast on Horror Amino, and once again, Exploding Heads Horror Podcast at gmail.com, and the phone number 702-625-2224. And don't ever forget horrorphilia.com. That's where we are. You can just go on the website and find us there, along with many other great shows. Woo! Yeah, we sound and, so perfect. Wow, that sounded and, good, didn't it? And listen to my solo cast. <laughs> <laughs> listen to Christian's solo. Yeah. No, listen to mine. Listen to Brandon's. <laughs> listen okay. to the one. I don't uh, care. Viewers' it's... choice. <laughs> viewers. What's with me and viewers? <laughs> I never said viewers. It's listeners. I, I I'm fucking up again. Oh, that's what you got there from the twenty-two shots, guys. They've been saying. Yeah, I noticed a half time. hour ago. Christian went and got dead tired. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go die. Next show is show 32. We don't know what we're doing. Probably the old format of an old and a new. We'll see. Well, maybe we can do Get Out and Get Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to get out of here. See you guys later. <laughs>